not interesting. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot? Why does that mean I have to listen to you? How does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. And then, now I gotta listen to you talking? It's amazing to take part in a tradition of highly accomplished, really um, incredibly smart and poised young women that have come before me. I feel honored to be chosen as the 101st Rose Queen. The uh, craziest shit. She's usually I'm so sleepy. You ever work so hard that you're like, damn, I'm fucking tired. And you fall asleep everywhere. I've been falling asleep in a lot of places. I probably shouldn't fall asleep. Our pussies are for our pleasure. They are for birthing new generations of filthy, vulgar, nasty, proud, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, sink, you name it, for new generations of nasty women. <laughs> Welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt updated his dating profile for 2019, changing the one thing he couldn't live without from good friends and great times to forcible sodomy, power bottomy. Power bottoming. Wait. Forcible sodomy, power bottoming. <laughs> it, may, Dr. Seuss or it may not improve his response rate, but the responses he does get are sure to be better matches. Wait, how would you even? I don't know if you want to explain your own. Is that show. a cate- Is that a category, by the way? On uh, you told me a dating profile. Is that a category like things you can't live without? It seems like a question they would have on those dating profiles. No, it's it's mostly just lifestyle. It's just, are you religious? Do you work out? Uh, do you you know? Are you Democrat or Republican? Essentially, uh, do you drink, smoke, smoke cigarettes, smoke weed? Uh, is that re- is that aren't those questions like so innocuous that they don't actually have any impact on? <laughs> well. Th- Yes, they are, especially when everyone says the same exact thing. So I, I'm like, I'm not going to answer, am I religious? Because, like, yeah, I want to, yeah, let me come out and say I don't believe in God. Cool, I'll just eliminate fucking 90% of... <laughs> hot Christian, what about, would you, would you, can you write, like, but hot Christian girls who are still into sex? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 I just don't, you've explained well, the There dating. should be a box that's like, will you lie? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll lie. Is there any evidence that the dating sites actually work? I mean, besides, everyone, oh, the guys are on there to get laid, right? Or find girls to hook up with, or mostly. I knew a guy, and he did Match.com really well. Like, he traveled. He was a salesman, so he traveled the country. And he was, he was a handsome, young, younger guy, whatever. But he would, like, say, I'm gonna be in, hey, I'm going to be in Miami for the weekend or for three days, you know, looking for, you know, gr- uh, ladies to go out to dinner or show me the town. I've never been to Miami before. And he does every town he went to. And he would hook up like crazy. He would meet like the ladies and just have, you know, and then you leave. And the beauty is after 72 hours, you leave. So he would hook up like every town he went to. But besides that, do these things actually work for finding, yeah, I mean, finding soulmates? Well, I, I've only used it in Los Angeles. Um, so, yeah, I, oh, soulmates. No, I've, I've probably been on like 20 dates and fucked like three chicks and never well, that, talked to them again. <laughs> that's a soulmate. So, I mean, it seems like a pretty good percentage. Well, I mean, you're, you're paying for these. Some of these you're paying for, I assume. They're making lots of money. I'm not paying for anything. No, aren't they, don't you have to pay for Match or... No. T- well, Tinder... No, no, no. Tinder and Your grinder, I think, is free. Your grinder account's free. <laughs> but, I mean, what, like, what would you say, like, the odds of, like, finding a Match on one of these, say, Match.com... Versus just randomly running into some a, a girl somewhere when you're out and about, like randomly just grabbing a girl on the shoulder, tapping her, and saying, "Hey, 
Like, what are the odds that Match.com would provide a better match than just that random? I can't. I mean, I I can't speak for Match.com because that seems like if you have to pay for it, <laughs> you probably actually people care about it. But yeah, dude. So I'll sit at home when I'm bored and trying to be productive, and I'll just I'll swipe like Tinder a hundred chicks. Yeah, there's no way I could tap a hundred women on the shoulder in public. You the could join a knitting club. <laughs> <laughs> Please go in. Who looks hot? But aren't um, all the guys going? Aren't all the guys who are on Tinder doing the exact same thing as you? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I wish we had a site. I could put like, I, I don't know. I've never done. I, it I can't assess my level of attractiveness. All I know is I can, you know, it's not automatic. It's not like you go on and, and you'll definitely fuck. But like, but I mean, you're just. Would you say that like there's a ninety ten rule, which is like ten percent of the girls are getting ninety percent of, of the cl- of the right or left the proper. Sw- Swipes? It's probably like a one to ninety nine percent. Okay, I would assume. So the girls, the girls who you're trying to meet on Tinder probably are getting hundreds and hundreds of requests from guys. Yeah, that's why they have a real uh, attitude. Yes. So I would There's too. a phenomenon that they have, which is uh, so impress me, but don't say anything inappropriate. Yes. So it's like kind of a weird, like you know, like be edgy, but like don't offend me at the same time. Like, well. I go fuck yourself, and they usually respond well. To you're like that. the one. You're like the one store in town that sells liquor on a Saturday night. <laughs> you could be a little obnoxious. You're gonna get people. You're exactly. gonna get. You're gonna get consumers no matter Turn what. Turn a few customers away. This week's show is sponsored by the new California law that says pet stores can no longer sell cats, dogs, or rabbits from breeders. True story. Because insane white chicks are ruining everything. Here's your pit bull rescue, sweetheart. Enjoy your life without a face. How could you prove if a rabbit? Have you ever seen rabbits in the in the wild? Uh, yeah, we have rabbits in our backyard. You do? Yes. Oh I'm no, I meant. I'm sorry. You mean like I a, meant weird, like redneck, crusty people that have rabbits as pets? Oh no, and that live in their houses and shit. Oh, uh, you mean bunnies or like jackrabbits? Not hares. Okay. I was, no, but rabbit rabbits are fucking creepy. That like I knew this fucking weird uh, couple of people that that lived in Alaska. They had two rabbits. I swear to fucking god, uh, I still see it burned into my brain. All of a sudden, they had like a hundred rabbits. Oh, they fucked. And they came bounding. All yeah. the brothers and sisters fucked each other. Yeah. And, like, apparently, the gestation period is quite uh, low. They're like roaches. They're basically like roaches. Yes. Fluffy ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, but for a, like a six-year-old girl, it's a nice little pet to have a rabbit, a little white rabbit. They don't require a lot of attention. They don't need to be walked. They're, you know, they, they shit in a cage in a, in a litter They're box. They're actually nice, but until you see a hundred, like a hundred. No, I agree. Well, a hundred cats would be really gross too, uh. like those cat ladies who get eaten alive by their cats. Here's the point: so you can't no longer. So California, in its infinite wisdom, and we're talking about California laws later again, uh, has decided there's, you know that people should adopt strays or rescues. And therefore, they're going to force you to. And I, by the way, I'm not a big fan of breeding animals for for sale because it's no. kind of kind of gross. But you know what? With anything, there's going to be people at the t- you know that want the best of the best. So I don't would deny them the opportunity to have a purebred animal. But ironically, that is the worst because they're going to have <laughs> fucked up hip dysplasia. Yeah, probably. But they look the dogs <laughs> look nice, and they don't bite. And by the way, like. Uh, I work with some. I actually work with some rescue groups and associate with some, and they almost all are pit bulls or pit bull mixes. So about eighty percent of, of the rescues they have are pit bull mixes. I don't trust them. I wouldn't have them around. That's kids. the pr- that's the thing. It's like there's not like you're, you know you're talking about your friend or your relative who got a golden retriever. You can't get a golden retriever rescue. There's no such thing as a golden retriever rescue unless it's like twelve years old and people left it unless to it die. Like killed someone. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like fucking golden retriever. With once a in a while, people move and they just leave their like just 
coldly leave their dog behind when it's 12 and can't go with them. And you always hear the stories about the dog traveled 2,000 miles to find them. But a retriever after about age nine can't move its hips, so they can't, they can't do that. <laughs> they just, I mean, we used to, the pet store down where I live used to have, pick, they used to have protesters outside all the time because they're selling, bre- you know, they're breeding animals for sale. And the puppy mills and all that kind of crap. Really? There's people that have that kind of time. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yes. Huh. And it, it is the puppy mill thing is kind of gross. They're breeding animals just for sale. And it's kind of, you know, it is sort of inhumane in a way to like inseminate these animals to create puppies to sell. I can see that being kind of gross, but they, they create really cool animals. But now you can't, you don't have the choice. So now you have to get the pit bull rescue for your six year old daughter for like her birthday. So. Good luck, sweet. Good luck, sweetheart. But I don't that's care. That's not going to eliminate the pr- like. I had a. When you could I buy from out of state. Younger, I, well, but not even that. You could. No one's doing like DNA swabs. Like, no, but the pet stores themselves will have to prove that their stock is is rescue stock is rescue stock in the stores. I'll be inspected now. And Dude, I fucking went to college on a forged transcript. I'm pretty sure I could <laughs> handle that. If I was a pet store. Yeah, but, you know, I I would say yes in terms of the government regulation. But in terms of the the crazy chicks who will be regulating this stuff, they're going to be inspecting the hell out of everything. People are like, you ever go on next door? No. Okay, good. Well, if you go on next door. (laughs) But your stories about it are hilarious. If you go on next door and say, you know, uh, we just bought a puppy or we just got a puppy or we lost our whatever. And it's not a rescue. People in L.A. will literally almost try to kill you. If you actually purchase an animal, like a purebred animal, mm. people in L.A., it's all, I'd say 99.9% women, will threaten to kill, murder you. You're, you're talking about the sort of northern affluent part of L.A., right? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. But, that, but you know, I, I guess in the non-affluent part, they're, they're probably taking rescues and not buying, like, purebreds because they're, they're like a thousand bucks. They're expensive. There's, like, a bunch of dead hookers on the other side of town. <laughs> yes. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is, like, they are so, people are like who are into PETA, we're going to talk about PETA later, animal rescue, are so into it that, it, like, if you mention the fact you bought, like, a, a puppy mill puppy, they will literally talk about assassinating you. I'm going to start trolling. I'm also going to start wearing fur, but yes. um, <laughs> I'm going to start trolling these people. Uh, yeah, you got to go. Ne- I mean, next door is, like, the mo- it's, it's, it's ability to see homeowning, white women at their worst like when they're actually just judging the shit out of everybody <laughs> like what they really think and it's actually frightening how much of busybodies they are to the point of like they're now activated like in these modern days are activated they will actually like go and protest march yell scream throw poop bombs or smoke bombs or just you know graffiti shit they're like they feel very energized Wow. And they have a lot of energy. They have a lot of energy. They want to get out on. If only they could apply that. To I, I honestly go on useful endeavors. Go on next door and say that you are buying three purebred like puppy. You went to the you went to the shelter and you found the dogs to be not of, not of appropriate quality for you. So you're going to buy three <laughs> purebred like <laughs> the animals from a breeder, and you will literally and people ask you like. I'm going to kill you. Where do you live? I will do this and report back. Next, It'll be fi- a five foot tall, 45 year old woman who will th- threaten to kill you. I could fuck her up. Uh, <laughs> do not. <laughs> she's going to have a pit bull rescue, by the way, with her. <laughs> do not forget to become a patron of the show on patreon.com slash last man on earth. Although lots of people are leaving patreon.com now because they're censoring their accounts. We have not been deplatformed yet. Thanks to all our new patrons. Get on the shit now before it disappears. Mostly white supremacists. I grant you. Although deplatforming de- seems like a very dangerous, a dangerous road to go, dangerous road to go down. Yeah, it does. But you know, don't be a fucking neo-Nazi. I would say, if you if you're worried about being deplatformed, maybe don't be a fucking racist, anti-Semitic. Yeah, well, like shit. Jo- you ever follow Jordan Peterson? 
Yeah. Is he a white supremacist? No. He got deplatformed. Really? Yeah. Oh. So oh, I think it's I anything that offends women, basically. Is I'm going to uh, recount what I just <laughs> yes. said. That's a problem. Um, if you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Minute Podcast or on Facebook, also Last Minute Podcast. All right, on to the show. <laughs> Matt, you just mentioned you're going to wear fur. You could be like one of those 80s like uh, football players. I think about 80s was the last time men wore... Like professional athletes wore full length fur coats like out in public as like a sign of being I cool. Re- I remember Deion Sanders doing it. Yeah, and I um and uh, Paul Newman in Slapshot. Yes, and I and they both looked awesome. Yeah, I, if I could find one that fit, I would I would be all about it. I remember uh, I I'm being a Fortnite fan. I remember Dwight Clark and they won their first Super Bowl in the early '80s. He just passed away this past year. Uh, came out to the parade like in a full length fur coat, <laughs> and it was just, and he's like six. He was six six. It was just like. <laughs> It was an incredible sight, and that, I don't remember anyone being upset. Yeah, I could at the hit time. up his wife to get that coat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, a widow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you can buy your own, but you, I don't think you can actually. Buy, can you buy fur in California? I guess there's places you can go, like underground, like secret knocks. Well, even you could if do. you could find a, a fur coat, to to the odds that it would be like a forty six long, or it's almost impossible. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, for for a six six two hundred forty pound guy, there's not a lot of full length that goes down to your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lot of fur anymore. I, I don't understand how people wear. So people wear. So they started wearing fake fur, right? So they're like, I'm not wearing real fur. I'm wearing fake fur. And I don't know how the people who like throw bloody tomato shit and so the PETA people like know the difference between the. The fake and the real fake fur? fur looks pretty fake. I, th- really? I think it's one of those things that's hard to replicate. Like it, it's like a tofurkey. Like really? That's not a fur. like the Kardashians are always wearing the fur, but then they're saying how it's like a fake fur. But I don't know how you could tell the difference. I, I yeah, I don't know. Either. I mean, I, it, I I don't know. Maybe there's more expensive fake fur, or they're just wearing fur and saying it's fake. Like who the fuck knows? Like I can't tell the difference between a, C, a CZ ring and a diamond ring. <laughs> like, we used to like when I grew up. Uh, which would piss me off about the fur thing is um, like in Alaska, we would like someone would like, you know, kill a fox or whatever. <laughs> of course. And then you would like use the fox tail as like just like a collar. Yes. Or something. Or maybe you'd put on some moccasins or or whatever. But I'm saying less like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just as, as more or less a, a, an ornamentary. I can picture like an old lady wearing like a fox tail around her neck. Yeah, like I have that, but um, you know the fox is already dead. So, well, but because you killed it, yeah, there's too many of them. <laughs> no, but it's like you didn't find it dead and like scavenge it. You killed it, then took the pelt, well, the tail. Yeah, what else? You're fucking bored. We had an Set argument. A trap up. I, I I cooked my son a whole uh, cow tongue the other night, and well, we had an argument why? about it because it's a delicacy. And so, a Jewish thing. Uh, it's Jewish. Uh, it's Eastern European thing because like. In, in poor countries where they want to eat meat, you couldn't afford the, the good parts of the meat. So you got the offal, you know, the organs and the, everything. you know, people that come from like poor backgrounds eat like the weirdest shit because they couldn't afford like the regular shit. Yeah. So you had to eat liver and kidney and the kidney pie. and. But now you're doing pretty well. You don't yeah, I'm doing okay. But the tongue's, the tongue's actually expensive now. It, it costs the same as like a ribeye. But it's a giant tongue. It's like a five pound, uh, <laughs> five foot long oh tongue. God, that's so horrifying. But people were telling me like how like, but oh. my, my feeling, and I don't eat tongue by the way, because I don't like it. But uh, my son loves it. And I cooked the whole tongue. You just made your son eat it? No, he loves it. And uh, just one of my, except but the t- you didn't have any. I've had, when I was a kid, I had a lot of tongue. 
But the just way recently, you bought a five pound tongue. Yeah, you a ate, big tongue. You ate none of it. No, I no, no, He's working his way through the five pounds. Okay. And uh, but, but but to me, like I'm very agnostic as to what part of the animal you eat. To me, once you know, like oh, it's not like they take a live cow and rip its tongue out. They've killed the cow for various for meat and other shit they do to it. So at that point, like the tongue, tongue, you're eating. Someone else is eating ass. Someone else is eating ki- kidneys. Someone else is eating the whatever the the brain, the brains or the eyeballs. Someone else is eating. Well, the no one's st- eating the ass. The sh- well, I mean the rump of the oh, steak, the sorry. actual butt cheeks of the steak. Okay, right, right, right. I, I mean, you know, at that point, I'm like sort of like, I mean, everyone goes, "Oh, tongue, that's so gross." But I'm like, I don't know. You're eating the butt cheeks. I mean, like, and savoring it. <laughs> like, no, I, I agree. I, agree. I mean, once you once you decide you're going to eat an animal. Picking out certain parts of the animal you feel are beneath you seem a little seem a lot. You to know, me. I learned it pissed me off because I, I love that show Chopped. You ever watch Chopped? Yes. And uh, they're like, uh, they always have uh, sweetbreads. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sweetbreads. That's like a donut or something. <laughs> yes. No, that's a name they gave. I'm assuming to trick people <laughs> initially into eating uh, Br- spleens brain. and yeah. brains and whatnot. brains and, and then they had the the, the sweetbread. Sweetbread, but they also did the, uh, I saw an episode shop where they did the testicles, the cow testicles. They call them uh, yeah. prairie oysters. Rocky or Mountain Oysters. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Oysters. oysters if you're, look, if you're eating testicles, you can eat fucking tongue. <laughs> if you had a choice, you'd go tongue over testicles. I would go with none of it. If you don't know what you're eating, by the way, it's delicious. It's, it's, all, it's all in your head. I feel the same way about dogs and horses. I feel like when people get outraged over like how China like eats dogs, I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, I want to eat a dog because we love dogs here. But... You know, I could see the Indian. If you, in India you talk about eating cow, they go fucking insane. So it's all sort of cultural. You know where they got? I, I actually learned this from listening to Joe Rogan's podcast when I was driving around. But uh, you remember that scene in uh, Godfather when they had the horse head? Yes. So they that was a real horse head. Was it really? So they had to find. They're like, how can we get a horse head? So they found a dog food facility. Oh God! Yes. That was about to kill a horse. <laughs> And they were like, well, when you kill the horse, can you just, like, ship us the, the head? The head. But the blood, I assume, was fake, right? I don't it know. It wasn't like a living, it wasn't like a recently beheaded horse. Well, yeah, it absolutely was a recently But, beheaded. I mean, I assume it was cleaned up, frozen, and then they put, like... It said they shipped it in dry ice. Yeah, so I'm then just, they put fake blood I'm on. hearing this from another podcast of people, two other people who probably don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So. I can't imagine the actor in the scene would, like, lay in, in a pool of horse, <laughs> a real horse blood. Was it, who was it, James... Uh, not in the bad. It was the owner of the studio. The uh, I forget his name. With the actor, I can't name. watch some of these movies. They're too slow. Uh, I love that movie too. The horse head was great because it had, and they did the dead fish for the other guy. They did all the all the great uh, mafia cliches. The guy got drunk and fell asleep. He at sleeps that point. the fishes. All right. So this story is about Tiffany Haddish. 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 Uh, I know her from Blackish. I don't know if she was ever a stand-up, but she did a really horrible, apparently horrible performance in no, Miami. She's, she's been a stand-up for a while. Really? Yeah. Is she good? I've never really seen her, but I think she's 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 definitely legit. Okay, sure. so her her fucked up show on Miami on New Year's Eve was just because she really was fucked up. Well, New Year's Eve shows are are horrible. Like, but did I you mean, see some of the stuff? I mean, it was just like it was bombing so bad that she started calling out how bad it was bombing. I saw the quotes where yeah. she was just like, "I don't know, I'm drunk. I, yes. I don't care." Yes. You're at the she's at the point where she's she's seeing a timer somewhere and it's like you have to remain on stage for this stretch it stretch it yeah amount of time but i also feel like some some comedians are talented enough to be fucked up and still do a decent show yeah but on new year's like i don't it know sucks what, no matter. i don't it's know like what the ship. venue was i'm not yeah. making excuses for her or not but it, it just sucks doing new year's eve shows. i would feel like the one thing you couldn't do is talk about how bad you're doing 
on New Year's <laughs> Eve because that would pi- that's what pisses people off because they probably pay like two hundred bucks to be there. Yeah, they pay you know, and New Year's Eve they just double triple the price of everything, so they probably pay a lot of money. So I feel like if, whether it's a Celine Dion show or it's like a Tiffany Haddish thing in New Year's Eve, you got to play through it. Somehow. Well, if you're Celine Dion, yeah, you can play through it. But if you're doing con- like I've I've had this exact experience, not exactly, but you start talking and people are so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that they just start screaming right as soon as you start talking and like you can't like at a certain point like there's no there's nothing else to do except kind of like and when you're drunk yourself keep it's talking. It's yeah i mean worse. if you're hammered yourself yes. i mean she said she was like hung over which i take to mean she just had been drinking for a few days <laughs> straight <laughs> she was in miami on a bender <laughs> and just had to do the show where i'm sure she got paid a lot of money by the hey, way great, so getting too... paid 50 g's just to be shit-faced yeah and then to apologize after the fact and be cool about it everyone loved by the way she's like one of the most beloved people in hollywood she's like up for every like host every show whenever whatever award she's she's seems to be universally well liked as a person. But anyhow, she got caught wearing fur, real fur. I don't know if they're caught. She's wearing real fur. And when confronted about it, she came up with the, the notion that she was going to continue wearing fur proudly until cops across America stopped shooting black people. <laughs> <laughs> That's my the, my old joke, which no one thought was funny, was I'm, I'm just going to keep jerking off on my couch for the pandas. Right? <laughs> yes, right. It's, like the sa- it's such a non sequitur. Like disconnected thing well i mean she is black she is black so uh, her half black whatever so she actually has like she what she t- what she did was she plugged into i i'm trying to think she was probably drunk when she said this i'm guessing so she was on a bender but i think uh, uh and by the way she was instead of people going like that makes no sense most everyone said like yeah you go girl that's right like <laughs> like some uh, like one of her dire- the director from her show or movie said like was quoted as saying that's a genius idea like, Wait, <laughs> what does fur have to do with? I, I think police brutality is a, a huge fucking issue. But what does that have to do with fur? It it has nothing to do with fur, does it? It's got nothing to do with fur. But I think that she, uh, uh, what she's trying to say, it's de- it's a complete deflection, obviously, complete deflection, which is like you know, if we have one ill, we're gonna have multiple ills. And then when Peta said they were outraged at her comment, she told Peta to direct their outrage at police officers for you know, like, okay, I mean. I, I vaguely, vaguely, vaguely see her point that PETA is all a bunch of rich white ladies who don't give a shit about police brutality on black people. And therefore, what she's saying is like, you care so much about animals, you don't care about people being beat up by cops or stop frisk for, by cops. Like, get your priorities straight. But she didn't say any of that, so I'm just making that up. Yeah, I would like it if she said what you said. Right. But you're not a black woman with big jugs. You're, <laughs> yes. you know. I mean, that would be like if, if you walked out into the driveway and I was, like, king your car. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, we got to stop these drone strikes. Right. And you're like, excuse me, what? Well, like, it, it, well, except that, like, it, she's talking about animals. So, like, m- a lot of people don't even give a shit about the animals or people were. I mean, I've, I don't give a shit about that's them. what I'm saying. I bet at least half the country doesn't care if people wear fur or not. So it's not like she was picking some outrageously violent or controversial issue to p- support. But you're right. It makes no sense at all. But here's the thing. You could just say you could just say something It's like for this other cause. And people like don't even question like what you're saying. They'll go like, yeah. Police brutality, well, that's like partly because she's black, though, right? I mean, if oh yeah, if that was a, a you know, a white dude, he would be he'd probably be called out on the sort of nonsensical aspect of that. But he could say school shootings until the school shootings stop. I'm going to keep like hunting. I'm going to keep hunting until school shootings stop. Like, 
You don't like the, you don't like me killing. Well, what I think I would be a douchebag if you said yeah, that. I know he would. I mean, I'm not even trying to come down on her, but because I think it's kind of funny. But it's it's. I just, to me, it's just a absurd. state of like where we're at right now, which is you can just as long it's like you know from Bill and Ted, San Dimas High School football rules. If like things aren't going well, you just yell out something that gets people like really excited, and they don't even pay attention to what you're saying any longer. Right. Like as soon as she said it's for the people, just kind of. Yeah, police nodding. brutality. So, like, if you come out against her, f- her wearing fur, you're coming in in favor of police shooting black people innocently. She should have doubled down and been like, "It's for the wall." <laughs> yeah, like, stop the wall. Oh, fuck. Wait, no, I'm wait. I'm doing a bad thing to build a wall. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing two bad things at once. Why? Why can't you just say "fuck you"? I'm going to wear fur. You know, I mean, people are wearing fur. No, have you ever seen a fucking mink? By the way. Uh, the animals? Yeah. Oh, they're nasty they're as fuck. They're disgusting. They're like squirrels. They're glorified squirrels. They're filthy, greasy squirrels, and I have no problem killing them. No. I wouldn't even want to wear them. They're, they're that disgusting. I don't, do people wear mink anymore? What's, is that what, I don't know what animals in any longer. I think that's the main fur. Um, uh, anim- there was, well, there was a time when, like, so I watched the uh, Jason Momoa show uh, from the 18th century. There, is a t- there was a time, like, in Canada and everywhere else where they just killed the shit out of beavers, right? I mean, they were just like trap. They had the natives trapping beavers, and the, the French Canadians were paying everybody for beaver pelts. Yeah, and they were just collecting every fucking beaver and sort of wild animal they could to make to make furs out of jackets. But at least in that case, people actually needed those coats to survive. I used to kill beavers all the time. What? They will chew down. They, you know, a fucking beaver. Have you? A beaver has a, a two front teeth that are probably three inches long. Yes, and they can saw down a. A tree in your yard in two hours easily. Yeah, so you killed them like is this minority report where like you precogged that they were going to take down your tree so you could chew, you could kill them ahead of time. Yes. Or are they in the act of or are they in the act of chewing down your tree? No, I preemptively killed them. <laughs> You're like that one looks like it might take down my tree. I'm just going to kill it. It was illegal. At You're the sort time. of like the cops who shoot the black people. Uh, <laughs> the black people well, are beavers. You're like, oh, do they're not probably equate black people to beavers. No, but you're probably saying they're on their way to commit a crime. Therefore, I'm just going to take them out. I'm going to take them out now. Well, what else are they doing? So, it, what, are you saying that you shoot them because they've come too close to the house, or you actually just went out and fucked around and shot beavers? Well, I lived on a river, so when I saw a beaver approaching, it was sport for you. I knew guys. No, it was protecting my domicile. I knew guys fucked up rednecks back uh, in the south who used to go hunting cats. Like well, fer- a cat can't hurt your house. I know, but they would like just take their rifles and get tw- a twenty-four pack of Budweiser and Saturday night and go like shoot feral cats. That's fucked up. And then they'd hang the cats and skin them. That's disgusting. Yeah, I didn't really understand it. Then they laugh about it. <laughs> it's just like I've got to move out of the south. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense to me at all. I I, I applaud would applaud like you said applaud her if you just said fuck you. I want to wear fur. It's comfortable. And I like it, and I look amazing. And fuck you. But nobody will say that anymore. Nobody will. Nobody has the guts to say that. So she kind of chickened out and said the Black Lives Matter shit. I'm going to just hope she was drunk and <laughs> just trolling. Because if she really means that, that that's like a it's an incredibly odd like connection to make. Have you noticed, by the way, that uh, in 2018 there was not like a single Black Lives Matter uh, protest or element or thing on social media? I just read back about that. It's like it turned out like 2016, 17, tons of Black Lives Matter stuff. And 2018, almost not a single peep from Black Lives Matter. Is that true? I yeah. feel like I heard some stuff. No, there was no marches. There were no whatever it was. It all stopped. It all stopped suddenly. People can't figure out exactly why that happened. But it just it just stopped. I mean, the, it, the underlying issue hasn't changed. 
Well, there is a fair amount of intimidation. I, I mean, I don't really know what what happened. Dude, that thing in Georgia was insane, where the guy that administered the elections was running against a black lady <laughs> yes. and then decided to uh, enact a bunch of voter suppression. Like, dude, that, I, that sounds like something that happens in fucking Liberia. Dude, I live in Georgia. That's where they skin the cats alive. Nothing <laughs> surprises me about Georgia. <laughs> like, and people don't understand. Like, it's just a different... I mean, and there's not like... You know, it is probably worse. But, I mean, there's places around the, the country in the north and the west and the east that are all fucked up, too, for different reasons. But I don't think you, until you've lived in the south, you can actually understand exactly the deep south, what it's actually like. I mean, people make fun of it, of course, that have never been there. And a lot of it is cliche stuff, but it's sort of based in reality. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's, it's like A lot of it's true. I mean, they yeah, they lost the war, so now we're just paying federal taxes to subsidize them. I mean... Have you ever been to the deep north? Because uh, all, all of your jokes <laughs> aside, yes, uh, it's comparatively a, a fucking utopia. Really? Well, except for the weather. I have a feeling. I have a certain uh, uh, suspicion about rural America. No matter where it is, that it's a little different than the, than the cosmopolitan America. Yeah. So it's not so much the direction. I think it's just the South is a rural area. So, if, you know, I think if you go like watching to uh, make a murderer or whatever, the Stephen Avery stuff in Wisconsin. It's pretty similar to what I experienced in Georgia. The people there, first of all, everyone's fat. They can't speak for some reason. They can't <laughs> everyone's speak. fat. They can't. Well, Wisconsin's <laughs> the highest obesity rate in the country. They can't. Right. It's rural Wisconsin. I just like that as the baseline. Yes. So just first of all, everyone's going to be fat. Every, I mean, the, everyone on the <laughs> prosecution side, everyone on the defense side are both fat. I mean, even the people that are prof- even the people that are professional prosecutors are fat. The, de- the sheriffs, you know, the cops are all fat. They're all Socially fat. Socially Yes. And then uh, and they're all, none of them can form a, a coherent sentence or speak English properly. I mean, it really is like the Deep South, but it's freezing cold. It's like the Deep South, but freezing cold. It's redneck, just redneck alley. They live in, tra- they all live in trailers. They all the guy people live in, Avery family live in trailers and a junkyard. They live in a fucking salvage yard in trailers. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> and it's then they, fucked up. Although. They um, all own um, gun. They all fire guns off like crazy. Yes, and and of all, of all of how fucked up that is, though. Yeah, I I never heard anyone say nigger, once. Well, yes, true, <laughs> but I'll say this: there's no black people there, so there's just not a single black well, person. Yeah, that's there. because. <laughs> so I mean, I don't think people they, in the they South never enslaved black people. Hence, no black people. Well, there. yeah, I mean, it's a different. It's a different kind of. Uh, uh, sort I get of, what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same thing. I like in the Avery thing, they had to find the bullets, like the bullet cases. They they claim he shot the woman with. But they found thousands and thousands of bullet casings and like w- and they go, yeah, well, we shoot like, you know, we just go out and get drunk and shoot like fucking marmosets and stuff. Dude, the like premise of that show is like the fact that he's in jail really fucking pisses me off. He won a settlement yes. being wrongfully I incarcerated. Know. I know. Then they arrested him again. So like I would just say right there, like, is that admissible? Yeah. Well, I still heard about it. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with a no on this one. It's it's an odd. It seems the case seems very odd. Although he is a such a fucked up dude, it's hard to say. I mean, once I it's a fucking redneck. In the first episode, where I found that he would like climb on his cousin's car and start masturbating on her car. I don't think that's accurate. Uh, and then he threw a cat into the fire. <laughs> he <laughs> did throw the cat into the fire, <laughs> so, which I have a real problem with. He, these are weird. I mean, I, I I don't know if he killed the woman or not. I'm assuming it's fifty fifty, but he clearly probably would have raped her <laughs> if he had a chance and like. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> how, how is it 50 50 though i mean we don't have to break down the whole no show, no i mean yeah, the, the, part of the sh- part of the problem with the show of course is they don't show any of the prosecution evidence right it's just a defense it's a high high-powered defense attorney breaking down the prosecution's evidence but they do prove that the 
um, prosecutors are scumbags, corrupt. Yeah, but that's would you say that's true? Like in pretty much every case, like yeah, but that to me that's the benefit of the, of the doubt. Then if you're if you're obviously corrupt, yes. and lying, you're lying under oath, then. You can't then I felt bad that he's anyone. in prison for like 20 years, and I thought, well, what would he be doing if he wasn't in prison? <laughs> All right, man, I want to talk about Louis C.K. Uh, last time we spoke of Louis C.K., he was, uh, well, two times ago, he was masturbating in front of women who didn't want to be masturbated in front of. And then last time we spoke of him, he was masturbating in front of a woman who wanted to be masturbated in front of, Sarah Silverman. When they were when they were roommates, she she probably knew the other two women. Oh, I'm sure she did socially. Uh, this, well, that's probably why she asked him to to see it. I would assume. And I don't think he's. The weird thing is, like, first of all, he's, he seems to be a physically unattractive fellow. Yeah. Uh, and two, there's no evidence that he has like some long long ass schlong or some sort of monster cock. Like where I think he probably has a pretty monster schlong. You really think so? Well, why well, else? Be, I don't you know. You assume that I, I, you're making the r- assumption that guys who have big dicks like want to be seen in public. I'm just saying you don't you don't go around making a habit of taking your dick out. If really, it's, uh, you know, if it's not above average. Oh, you don't think it's like a humiliation thing, like a like a make fun of his dick kind of oh, thing? Oh, God. Now I'm picturing that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe you're right. Actually, there's a there's a do you watch this? It could go either way. It's definitely not an average day. <laughs> Did you? There's this I think I can't get out of my head. The show Patriot on Amazon. It's called Patriot. It's about this like, yeah, disillusioned spy. It's an, a great show. Love it. Have you hit season two? Uh, yes. Where uh, they I just started. It. Uh, there's a scene anyhow in there where they show like all the Frenchmen have tiny penises and they actually show the penises <laughs> and they're like these micro Hitler mic- micro penises and they, all the cops have like male cops have them. And obviously it's a rip on the male cops and they're like so so you know they're bravado and when they go to the urinal they actually show their dicks and they all and they don't show, uh, show that close up their dick, and they're all micro like super micro penises. <laughs> Wait, just, they casted a bunch of guys that have micro no. They don't show penises. their full full figure when they're doing it, so they close. They do like they show the guys pee and they do close up of like micro penises. Oh, okay. But like every one of them has super tiny, abnormally tiny penises. Dude, the writing on that shows. I'm love it. Uh, yeah. Currently pitching a thing to the guy that wrote that. I'm assuming he will hopefully will not listen to this, but. Uh, the writing on that show is fucking brilliant. It is. And the direction and, uh, and the second season is mostly the direction. The writing gets a little sloppy, but the direction is great. But some of the stuff he does in there and it's stuff you couldn't do stick with the writing is awesome. Right. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's OK. But uh, they do the micro penises. So I don't know where Louis C.K. falls. I think. But for some reason. What is a, a micro penis? Is that like an under inch? An, uh, like under two inches or under? It's what they. I, I always think of Hitler because they they have some fairly substantial evidence that Hitler had a micro. So that's penis. that's hard. Two inches, uh, or I less. D- I guess I don't know. Like ti- beyond tiny, so like uh, uh, something that would be abnormally. They say that like eighty-five percent of males fall in like two within two inches of each other in range, and this would be outside below the range. And I just think of Hitler. How angry he was with his micro penis. Because it's just yeah, like he was so fucking pissed about his micro pain. <laughs> yes, he started getting all weird about shit. If you, yeah, well, if you're short, first of all, you're short, and then you have a micro penis, and then you're like a sort of a failed, unattractive dude. I actually, I don't know what size penises guys had, but I knew guys like that who probably had the small penis, and they were all really angry fuckers, really angry guys. Well, I'm pretty angry, but I don't have a micro penis. Uh, no, but I mean, have you known short guys? They tend to be angry. Oh uh, yeah. Plus, they probably the shorter you are, the higher your uh, incidence of micro penis. Probably you think so? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, the, don't the dwarves have the big penises? 
That, uh, yes, uh, a lot of times. That's, at least that's a joke that every dwarf makes about their how their penis is regular sized. No, it's actually true. Well, obviously, it's all about perspective. So, it's but they have normally if they're like four, f- four two, they have like a six foot tall guy's penis. Yeah, it's like the tripod joke. I but, mean, but whereas a seven foot guy might have a five ten inch tall guy's penis and it would look smaller, but they're all black, so they have big penises. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm six four. I have a Normal size penis. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what we're talking. I about. I know what Louis C.K.'s penis looks like, but uh, that's the last time we talked about him. So now it's come up that he he did made Parkman in one of his sets. So Louis C.K. I don't know who doesn't understand this for the last fifteen years has made very off color jokes. That's his thing. There were actually a couple weeks ago was a tape where he and Ricky Gervais and the other guys are, are dropping m bombs. Uh, uh, did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, it was uh, God. Who was the black comedian with him that everyone got angry at? Uh, wasn't Kevin Hart? Oh, um, another uh, another black guy. Shit, yeah, some <laughs> other black dude. <laughs> oh, Chris Rock. Okay, it was Chris Rock, Ricky Gervais, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and Louis C.K. talking about comedy. Was that HBO? Jerry HBO? Seinfeld. Yes. Said, no, he uh, did. That's the thing. Like Jerry Seinfeld got offended when they were dropping m bombs, and Chris Rock did not get offended and was like happy. It was giggling at Louis C.K. dropping m bombs, and so all the black people got pissed at Chris uh, Rock. For like saying Jerry Seinfeld's more woke than you are, that how could you possibly let a white dude just be dropping m bombs around you, not saying anything about it? Where Seinfeld was like, I'm very uncomfortable with like you guys doing <laughs> doing that. Um, and Seinfeld's never done blue. I side with Chris Rock on this one. <laughs> well, it was a little weird to have like it was like once he gave them permission to say it, like Ricky Gervais and Louis C.K. were just dropping m bombs, and the whole situation seems weird. But it was a weird situation. But like. Everyone wanted Chris Rock to say like, "No, I can say that, but you can't say that." And they did, they were a little bit gleeful. They were a little gleeful about dropping up. They were like getting ex- tittering about it. It was a little. It was a little odd. I especially don't like the British guy doing it, Ricky. Gervais. And I, I don't know why that bothers me more than. But yeah, Lu- I mean, Louis. Well, Louis is beloved. Is that he does. Yes. He he takes topics that are uh, you know uh, taboo and constructs them in very funny ways. Like he did a monologue which I didn't even especially like but just for example he did a monologue two years ago on snl about uh child molesters yeah how much it might be how much it'd be cool to be a child molester because you like you get off on fucking kids or whatever <laughs> yes and i like i'm a fan of louis um not that that one necessarily but you know you you hit and miss yeah i mean that's what he does uh, he does off he does a f- he does like george carlin or other people before him he does stuff that he knows will be offensive he opened his special with abortion. Yes. I mean, just for example. So now you're going to be like, oh, he talked about. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about the part. So he got, he got, someone did a bootleg release. Of boot, so it seems to me that like the downside of the women's marches all being uh, sort of being canceled. What we're going to talk about is that there's all these women, usually women, there's men too, these beta males that are looking to find offensive material on people they find offensive on Twitter and old tapes and things like that. And, and well, he's like a marked man at this point. Yeah, he's a marked man because of the masturbation thing in front of women. They don't think he, they think he, they thought they got rid of him for good. And now he's making a comeback after a year and people are pissed. Like, Oh, we, we, you know, he was a sexual harasser. We got rid of him. And now, a year, you know, a year later he's back just doing the same shit. Yeah. And that pissed the shit out of people. So they went, there's these people that just spent all day digging for old clips. They did it with Kevin Hart with the gay stuff for the Oscars they did it with, I mean, even like on the other side, on the other side, right wing side too, the Joy Reid, they found her homophobic stuff in like 2006 she did. 
Um, and you know, either it's important to you or it's not important to you. But the idea that Louis C.K. that you'd find, he told a uh, uh, Parkland, uh, he was making fun of the Parkland students for being all heroes on social media, <laughs> basically saying like, "Look, you're at a school where there's a school shooting that doesn't make you interesting." Like you have to, earn, I mean, underlying point, you have to earn your int- so being interesting. You threw a fat kid in front <laughs> yes, of the bullet. Yes. See, I guarantee in that club, I don't even know where it was. Almost everyone was laughing. And yes. there was one angry woman who was who angry, taping, who was taping angry when she walked in. Yes. And then she threw on the recorder. Yeah. It'd be like, it would be like going to like a heavy metal concert and hating heavy metal and then bitching about it. Like after how fucking screechy horrible it was the whole time. It's like you. Why would you pick a Louis C.K. concert to not to if you're worried about being offended by off-colored, really off-colored humor? Well, I don't. I don't, and I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think it was a Louis C.K. concert. I think it was like a lineup of of, yeah. of comedians, and then he popped up. So like people may have not known that he was coming. You're still a com. You're still a com. No, no, no. For yeah. sure. For sure. Like and they're like, oh, there was people like, oh, if I'd known Louis C.K. was gonna be like, I would have shown up for. My free ticket. Yeah, <laughs> fuck exactly. You. Fuck like, you. Fuck yourself. He did trans. He did some trans jokes too. He did like his his Dude, shit. One of his jokes, was, and I'm I'm just reading the uh, text know, the of transcript it, yeah. of it, and it was like Asian Asian guys have small dicks, and like their dicks are like clits. So when Asian people fuck, it's just like they're rubbing clits. And I'm like, <laughs> see, that sounds weird if you read it. Yes, and it sounds offensive, uh, but. It's probably really funny if you're actually, you know, there's the deliver- whole point. The whole point of stand up is you deliver a joke. You, If you read a transcript of anyone's act, it'd be like, oh, this guy's a racist, homophobe. It's not like writing. It's not like writing. It's 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 for a presentation. Yeah. It's, it's almost like reading a play between the intonation of it. I mean, it, like, yeah, it, any transcript of of a monologue i mean for christ's sake you could take that it's like it's even horribly. like i remember when, when i was forced to read shakespeare in high school and the teacher kept saying like every single day like you got to remember this is not he didn't write this to be read he wrote this to be performed these are plays yeah that always pissed me off yeah but when i see the plays sometimes like especially the comedies they were funny they could be done in a very funny manner slapstick you know it was funny i never experienced that, okay but, but like but that's cool there were the british ones where we were stodgy but they'd have like the young you know whatever comedic actors doing the co- shakespeare comedies and they can be you understood his tongue in cheek a lot of a lot of sex jokes in there other shit in there right that only came out when you saw the facial reactions and the performance of it but what he's saying is he's saying what people are thinking like his shtick as far as i can get it is he's saying like the wrong things people are thinking in their minds like yeah. he's tap. It's only funny if he's tapping into what you're kind well, of de- I, I dar- darkly thinking yourself. For sure, I, I would say maybe even more than that. He's he's saying what a piece of shit he is. Yeah. that he thinks, thinks these that. things, and know? and forcing you to confront the fact that you kind of agree with him. <laughs> you kind of agree with him sometimes. That's how I feel because uh, I agree with him on the Parkland thing. But that doesn't mean <laughs> you should take it literally. I mean, that means you're a fucking idiot if you do. Well, th- th- as we called, they had to do, they had to assign it as punching down. He was punching down as if he's like mocking shooting survivors. Like the point of his act is to mock shooting survivors, like kids who were terrified at school by a crazy guy with guns and or maybe got shot. He's now picking on you. Yeah, because that's what Louis like. Maybe he's not the best guy in the world and he enjoys jerking off in front of new <laughs> yes. comedians. Okay, but I seriously doubt that he has the intention to uh, diminish uh, people who were shot at in in their school. No, I, I almost am certainly sure that that's not what he wants to do. No, of course not. He's he's making fun of the me of the me the me culture of there was an old uh, you're you're too young to remember, 
But Al Franken, when he was a writer on SNL, was uh, his bit was like for the uh, God. This is so old. I was a little kid. His bit for when we, when it turned when seventy nine turned in nineteen eighty was like nineteen eighty was going to be nineteen seventies were called the me the me decade where everyone thought about themselves. And he said nineteen eighty is going to be totally different. It's going to be the Al Franken decade. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of thinking about yourself, you're going to think about me. That's <laughs> like, funny. That was his that was his thing. Wait, he did a the seventies were called the me decade. Yeah, because everyone like partied and got like cocaine and like you know the fashion and it was like it was all about like being fabulous yourself and indulging and so forth. It Sounds was, fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But most people didn't experience that, but I think of the elite culture. They were like very self indulgent. Everyone had, this is before AIDS, everyone was having sex, everyone was doing all, you know, look at all the 70s movies. I just, like, my whole narrative of U.S. history is basically Forrest Gump. Yes. So I guess everyone gets AIDS and dies. But it was just, a, his take was like, it's going to be me, like the me, but just me. Like, <laughs> just Al Franken decades. It's really funny. It was funny. I like Al Franken. Yeah, should, no. He should not have resigned. That was bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he needed to be a politician. But, yeah, he wasn't making fun of Parkland, obviously. So, so here's this whole outrage culture. It's not even worse than outrage. It's actually people targeting to destroy people who couldn't find a clip of him doing a bootleg clip of him doing this performance, then replay it as if it, they call it leaked. First of all, they call it leaked. Like, what do you mean it's leaked? He performed it in public. How can it be? Yeah. It's like calling a porn clip a sex tape, a secret sex tape. Right. Like, did Trump leak it? Like, <laughs> not, what are you talking about? Like, it wasn't leaked. You illegally, illegally bootlegged it, and then you leaked it to embarrass, to try and. I mean, I guess technically. Whoever recorded it, well, they didn't leak it no. because that's not a leak. That's just you re you released you, you published it. You illegally recorded it, so it's been a conundrum for media outlets because they can't actually play the bootleg copy because it's it's, it's inherently copyrighted. Um, and it's like you know going to tape a Bon Jovi show and then playing the Bon Jovi show on your YouTube channel. You just can't do that. You can fair use some of it, but it's like the whole point was like to then pretend like have headlines: Louis C.K. mocks Partland shooting survivors. And then, you know, so the media outlets would go interview the parents of, like, kids who got shot and say, oh, hey, Louis C.K. did this bit where he's making fun of your shot kid. What do you think about it? And they could go, this is horrible. He's got to go away. And then, of course, all the people on social media who aren't his fans in the first place could disavow him and say they're never going to be his fans ever again. <laughs> it's just How like, many, uh, it's a sick, it's a really a sick circle. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, actually. Because, yeah, I mean, you could do any joke. Like, if, if you did a, a, like, if I did a joke about, uh, like Mexicans on stage, not even in a hateful way. Yeah. So it's like, so you're gonna get a mic and go down to like the juvenile detention center and ask them <laughs> what like think? what they think about this white guy talking about Mexicans. your caravan jokes or something like that. Like yeah, like that. that that's you're gonna go interview the interview the parents of like the Guatemalan girl who died like in custody. What right. do you think about this comedian's jokes about the caravan? Like, well, I'm deeply, uh, you know, d disturbed based on. <laughs> You know, I'm grieving. So, yeah, it doesn't help. You know, like, who are these Parkland? How many? So there were, uh, is it? Four? I think 17 were killed. So, like, why are these people still even engaging with the media? I point? don't. Well, I think the media is engaging them. There's a the David Hoggs who have like 3 million Instagram followers now. They do seem to. Well, did they target the ones? There has to be like one Parkland person that's like. We need more guns, and they're like, <laughs> okay. Well, they they we found that, well the right team. then the right wing outlets found like the kid at school who was a Parkinson survivor said I thought it was funny, like it just the whole idea of like it's not even just outrage culture now it's like takedown culture so now it's like, and it's not even like you you would never come across this Louis C.K. content unless unless you went to his concerts or bought his his you know his albums or you know followed him wherever he's not like it's not he's not like Jimmy Kimmel where he's on TV every night doing his bits.
you have to search out Louis C.K. content. It doesn't just, it's not, his Parkland well, content is not foisted upon you. It's, well, it's foisted upon you in, in terms of it's on the he- headline of CNN. Well, and, now it is. Fox or maybe or whatever. After it was, after the people who try to get him, you know, create, they're trying to destroy his career, essentially. The reason they're playing this stuff is to destroy him. Well, it's, it seems to be working. I mean, is he going to have, like, I know what he's going for. Because, yeah. and he's not, he's not, um, you know, he's apologized for masturbating in front of uh, people <laughs> who could have left the room. Yeah. But nonetheless, he, he thinks seems a polite thing to do. it was a bad thing yeah. to do. I'm not sure he would have apologized if... I would ask my children to apologize if they ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he is planning to have another special and, and address all of this. And yeah, but these it, people are trying to but who's suppress gonna, I mean, that. Do you know how many Netflix comedy specials there are? I mean, you don't have to watch them. I mean, you don't have to, like... If somehow you're going to be like, I, I, I somehow, I saw that they kept pushing the Steve Martin, uh, Martin Short, the Netflix comedy oh, thing. Oh, I watched that. It was fucking terrible. Of course it was. And so I saw it. I said, like, that's not for me. I'm not going to watch it. So Louis C.K., whatever, like, I'm not going to watch it if, I, if you're offended by Louis C.K. You know, Doug, so Doug Stanhope, a comedian, made a point of like. I love Doug Stanhope. Yeah, I do too. Because he doesn't give a shit about anything, which is great. He'll he doesn't say, give a shit about anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <He'll> say <laughs> what's on his mind. He say what's on his mind. Writer, you know, he could disagree with Louis C.K. or agree with Louis C.K. You don't know what he's going to come down. But his little point was: is it is the offensive person the person who makes the offensive comment in private, or is it the person that then takes that comment and tells everybody what was told to offend them? So his point was like: if you're at the office and some guy tells you that like he thinks some woman who works in the office is fucking butt face ugly, and he has this little giggle, and then you go tell Louise. That hey, Bob thinks you're really fucking ugly. <laughs> like, who is the offensive person? Is it Bob who made the comment in private, or is it the guy who had to go tell Louise and ruin her fucking day and week and life? It's a good analogy. I mean, I would say maybe slightly flawed in that. So Louis is on stage, but, but so what? What a few thousand people are going to hear his comments, maybe. Right. Then now millions of people have heard them. Do I? I mean, I'm. I'm trying, I'm trying things. to like have a productive conversation. I cannot believe anyone fucking cares about this right now. I, I, I'm honestly shocked that it's like a topic on like shitty fucking like the Huffington <laughs> fucking post. Yes. Like I'm, I'm disturbed that this is even being uh, well, you know about. I'll tell you what's even more disturbing. The real issue of Parkland should be, I mean, whether, no matter how you feel that should be gun violence, right? That should be the issue. Yeah. Gun control, gun violence, school shooting, the actual real topics should be what people are talking about but instead they're talking meta about louis ck making offensive comments about parkland students and how the parents of students are reacting to it has completely dominated the discussion of parkland at this point yeah so no, and, people and are no longer discussing the actual real issue and i i think it was the last time we were here you uh made fun of david hogg because i can't stand that kid the, and and after you said that i kind of like watched a few youtube clips and i was like there's something very um, not uh, kosher about this guy. Yes. Like, it's too slick. And I, I, don't, I, I know for a fact, like, that, you know, he was in the school or maybe, like, he went to the school where people got shot. Yes. But, like, then and he the, was at the school. That's he been, came out like months. Vince McMahon all yes. of a sudden. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Well, you know, he was, he was the TV reporter, the school TV reporter. But that's not. But I'm saying I, he like I, he fa- he fancies himself as like 
a TV journalist. Yeah, so he was like, oh, I got a good scoop here. So he was like, and but he he's also been it. camera trained and media trained, and he likes to be in front of the camera. So I don't, I don't think he was necessarily, I wouldn't say evilly opportunistic, but I think he felt his duty was to be the reporter of the situation. Well, I would say he lucked out to a certain degree. Oh, yeah, he did. He sure did. He sure did. <laughs> and now he's going to Harvard, now he's going to Harvard <laughs> instead of some Asian kid who's going to, instead of the Asian kid who's going to cure cancer, now you got the, the hog there yeah. doing his fucking shtick about. How's that Asian suit? That's going to the Supreme Court, by the way. Yeah, it is. And the Asians are, by the way, completely in the right. Yeah. So I come from I, I come from. I never say this, but I'm I'm pro Asian on this. Yes, point. well I come from San, San Francisco. It's at the high school level now, where they're just turning away Asian kids because there's so many Asian kids applying to all the top schools, like private high school. Uh, some private or some charters where like they can you know they're charter schools, hmm. and there's so many Asians with top scores and top whatever that they're turning away them to be more inclusive. But basically, like there's certain high schools in in San Francisco, the, the higher performing ones. Where Asian kids just simply can't get into. It's just at Berkeley's the same way, by the way, too. Now, it's like impossible or UCLA for for Asian kids to get in there. You have to have like the four point three and like massive, you know, scores way higher than anybody else because there's so many Asian kids that qualify in the base level. Well, they do. So they rank uh, as part of this suit. They uh, they factor in the interview, which is like your personality. So the yes. way they get around the Asians, <laughs> yes. is they rank them as having no personality. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so I attended By the, the University of Washington, which is the same as UCLA. It's yes. it's got to be sixty percent Asian or so. Really. I didn't realize 50, that. 50, 60. Hey, I mean, UCLA is. I didn't realize yeah, that it's was Washington. The s- it's the same as that. Are they, na- Are they? but they're, they're residents of Washington? Yeah, Seattle is a huge Asian I did not know. Uh, well, I guess population. I did. I guess I did know that. The whole Bay Area and it extends on up north, even into uh, uh, Vancouver. Yeah, best Chinese But, food. yeah, in terms of the personality. Not a lot of personality. I'm like, I, and I can't tell any of you guys apart. I don't wow. mean that. To, no, I don't mean that to sound racist at all. I'm just saying, I really, I can't decipher what, like, totally understood. But if I have like you know me and my three friends. One of them has bright red hair. Yeah, I have sort of brown blonde hair. One of them's a fat native. You know, we're all different. Yes, I'm like you guys. Like, I can't. Wh- how are you different? You, you know, all have the you same interests. You do. Rea- well, you do realize there's many studies that show that people. <laughs> Of a different race, people of different races look the same to them. Yeah. Like, so if you're actually Asian, Asian people look different to you, and white people all look the same. Well, black people look a lot different to me. Uh, yeah, maybe. I uh, didn't know any Asians. I don't know. All I know is I watched. You're, you're probably confirming. When this. I watched, first watched Chariots of Fire and all the British guys, I couldn't tell them apart. So uh, <laughs> there was a movie like six. Wa- there was one Jewish guy and six waspy British ki- British runners. But what if they all, they the all same look haircut? To me, they all look the same. Well, they didn't have the same haircut, but they were just all blonde, like sharp Anglic- Anglican-looking people. Yeah, and I just maybe. couldn't tell the difference between any of them. So, just But you get what I'm saying, though. Oh, I, I totally do. But I, I think that uh, if I'm putting together an elite institution of any kind, um, I'm still, like, if I'm recruiting for uh, making a basketball team, I'm taking, I don't care if it's 12 black guys, I'm taking, like, the best players possible and it probably will be 12 black guys or something like close to that and if i'm forming the, like the smartest school i'm going to take the smartest kids uh, because i want i'd rather have i mean yes i want some kids with personality if possible but i'd rather have the guys who are going to invent the next google or invent the cure for cancer than david hogg <laughs> oh, i totally agree saying. like get your sloppy white ass out of here yes like you half yes. ass it through high school yes. you think you're gonna fucking come into this institution like 
Yeah. And and we're talking about like Harvard. I don't think Harvard contributes much to society. They do uh, some uh, scientifically science, for sure. But yeah. MIT especially like that's yeah. something exactly what you're saying where you want the best people. Yeah. Like, I mean, I always think I about want some guys fucking shitty kid. I always think about Bill Gates, like who actually like something an Asian person would ever do, like dropped out or it was Zuckerberg or one of them. Both of them maybe dropped out of like college. Zuckerberg definitely went to Harvard. Bill Gates. Bill Gates dropped out of college. He was at Harvard. I know Zuckerberg was definitely Harvard. And when he started making money off the Facebook thing, he just dropped out of college. Yeah. Like that's something an Asian kid would never do. His parents would beat the crap out of him for like a privileged white kid. Like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't need to be in college anymore. I'm dropping out of Harvard to make, to make some money. Dude, now I'm wondering, not that University of Washington is, is Harvard, but you know, it's, it's a pretty good school. I'm like, shit, was that because I was white? My son wants to go there, by the way. That's a great school. I, I would encourage him to. Oh, they doesn't like cold weather, so I'm not sure that's going to work. It's pretty fucking cold. There's also a lot of uh, people hiding in the bushes trying to stab you. No, so. that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you really made, made it. To, so it's a little different than Harvard. Maybe go with Santa Barbara, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I had to choose, I would do Santa Barbara over Washington, but He's it's, wor- it's warmer. <laughs> there's, I like the thing about Santa Barbara is there's just like an island part of the school where everyone just parties. Like, it's not even pretend. Yeah, you're just, you're just basically at school on a beach. Santa Barbara, you're like, on a war it's beach. It's like an '80s, uh, you know, romp comedy <laughs> yes. film. It's, it's like Weekend at Bernie's. It's probably changed. I just remember I visited a friend who went to school there when I was in college, and I thought, "Are you kidding me? This is actually college? Like, like you you're playing volleyball? Like people come by, hey, let's play some volleyball on the beach. Like, okay, like what? One of the dumbest people I have ever met in my life, and and I don't mean common sense wise. Yeah. I mean I can't imagine that this guy's ever read a book in his life. Uh, graduated from there, Santa Barbara, and, and it's still like a pretty prestigious. It's uh, a UC school yeah, from Santa Barbara. The yeah. degree actually sort of means something. I mean, as much as any other state school, but they definitely like. I was just. It wasn't how much drugs or drinking they were doing because every college does that. It just that they're on a sunny beach. That really like I'm like you're in like a you're in like a resort beach town. So Dude, think about the professors that choose to live in Santa Barbara. Yes, they're not trying to be on the cutting edge of no. anything. What no. they're thinking is. I can make a salary that's an hour away from Los Angeles. The only place I've ever been to that was more party, great party, was Rollins College. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Uh, no. It's a private school in Florida where kids who can't even get into like Florida, Florida Stateco, <laughs> where they have rich parents. It's like a U. It's like a mini USC, like along the How beach. How could you not get into Florida? I State? don't know. But like, if you're like <laughs> a, if you're like a rich, if you're a rich parent, you got a kid who's a total fuck up. I mean, literally a total fuck up. They go to Rollins College on the East Coast. Wow. And in Florida, you're just you're just there to party. It's just there to party. I remember just it's cocaine. It's like it's just like the 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 unfortunately dumb or underperforming kids of like rich white people in New York. You ship them down to Rollins College to get a fake degree. I went to one, but yeah. great great part. I mean, oh my god. I mean, like if you wanted to hang out and party, that would be the place. I stayed place for to a be. week in uh, at Lehigh. You know, yeah, apparently Le- in Pennsylvania. So that's the safety school for all that because it's a private school. Yes. So you got to you know pony up whatever, 40, 30, 40 grand a year, um, but not especially hard to get into. No. And yeah, those guys, yeah. that was really fucking fun. And dude, the dining hall, <laughs> I have never seen. Oh, my How God. How good it was, you mean? I still, yeah. Yeah. I still think about it to this day. Anything you want. <laughs> yes. Anything you want. Name something. I don't understand. how. I When did we get the idea that col- everyone should go to college? I mean, I don't, I mean, for scientific stuff or uh, medical degrees or tech, I get it. When did we decide that we should have all these like general education college, like upscale colleges that cost all this money to go to, and that like it was really important for everybody? I mean, obviously, rich kids always went, 
and, and it's kind of nice that people who aren't rich have the opportunity to go to these places, but they're not going to Lehigh. When did we decide that like we needed like Lehigh schools and, and the government should pay for like loan, give loans to people to go to these places because it was so important to, to graduate from there when I feel like everyone went to college and knows exactly what the experience is. <laughs> like, it's like people don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's a different. I mean, I think at some point, like you needed, like a degree, like like a like a skill, like a college degree. Yeah, it, but they used to be technical degrees, and then right, at some point I mean, they became the they English beca- aspect. Doesn't yeah, I don't know. Like so, from my own personal experience, um, my dad was obsessed with me going to college. Um, it's something parents want you to do. They want he wanted me to do it really bad, and uh, and then I said, well, you know, um, I can't really afford it, and because you make like an okay amount of money, but <laughs> yes. not very much, uh, I can't get a, a loan. A loan, yeah, you're fucked in the middle. So then I don't know if anyone from the University of Washington admissions office is listening to this, but I don't care at this point. He was like, all right, I'll just Photoshop some stuff. Yes. So I go, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, and at that point, it cost $1,500 a year, which nice. is pretty reasonable. In-state is crazy low, yeah. Yeah, in-state. So then he just paid that. and uh, But it was really important to, especially to him and, and I guess to both of my parents, but I didn't understand why. No, it's a way. I mean, unless you're, there's, first of all, we should not be giving loans to people to study history or the humanities. <laughs> Especially not I'm so if I'm they're $100,000. No, I'm afraid that that has to be the luxury of like rich people. Like there's just certain dumb things that like, like not everyone gets a yacht. Not everybody gets a Beamer. Not everybody gets stuff. If you want to go to spend four years to, for your kid to party at school and, and learn it's humanities, you know, that's got to be a rich, that's got to be a, a luxury item. That can't be a necessity but item. But don't we need those people? Like, I, I guess you don't really have to go to school. Probably the most, uh, uh, useful history teachers are autodidactic to some degree but not now i just think you know goodwill hunting is not a real movie i don't know like i love hi- i love history classes do you like, take history i love history classes. they're fun i mean it was fun i love learning history like civil war history but no stuff. one's going to no. without being paid like actually study like uh you know d- d- you know proletariat history in no. in russia so like you probably do need to like subsidize it yeah yeah but it's still i assume it but like we talk about the asian kids the asian kids don't study that they go into the medicine and sciences technical why we need to subsidize these fucking white guys (laughs) so they can be professors of stuff and write books nobody reads and the asian kids will sleep through the classes (laughs) and then end up doing real shit that makes money but it is a fucking it is such a luxury it is such a luxury to go off for four years to party basically and take take liberal arts classes art history classes and stuff like that you ever talk to like an asian guy and like i'll talk about going to college and like yeah i didn't find it very challenging um you know just kind of drank a lot yeah and he's like oh yeah i just studied like 18 hours a day. i never saw them i just never saw them <laughs> i mean it was weird i didn't they see were, them. they were inside they're in the library they're in the library working on shit yeah, like that but studying. you need to be but everyone else is just a, it's a fucking i'm not saying anyway. there's a there's a new program uh this guy's pushing a silicon valley guy where you don't go to college, but you go to like a, a boot camp, basically internships at companies instead of college. And it's like a two-year program. Sounds very beneficial in terms of the free labor. Uh, you actually get paid. Well, first of all, you take no student loans, obviously, and you get paid like twelve. You make uh, twelve grand a year or something like that. Whatever some living ex- basic living expenses. But after like two or three years, you're basically guaranteed a job at one of these, you know, uh, tech companies, and you have no college loan. You have no college debt. But whatsoever. don't you need like? I mean. 
All right, so let's say you go straight the well, out of, the well-rounded uh, uh, argument, somewhat rounded. Really? I mean, j- yeah, man. I mean, like so you learn history in high school. How much more history do you need to learn, dude? In college, like, so look at LeBron James. That guy's going to talk about like how to vote, and I'm like, you probably didn't even go to eighth grade. No. And and I don't think having I don't think a formal education is necessarily reflective of intelligence. But beyond eighth grade, maybe. Yeah, I think you have. Although, to did have you learn anything in high school? <laughs> I don't remember a lot of learning. I don't remember a lot of learning in high school. There was uh, one we or two classes. Some cool movies when the teacher. Was There's always one class you that we learned something, but pretty much I think it was a large waste of time. Yeah, but I mean, even it's called grammar school. Like the guy that was important. Learning grammar was can't important. Can't really conjugate a sentence. Uh, you went to you went to public high school, I assume. Yes. Like I went to public high school, and it was like I literally took classes and like the name the two houses of Congress. And like, it was like, there were some, you know, AP classes that were interesting, but like 80% of what you took was real remedial type basic stuff. And they got rid of vocational. This is when they're starting to get rid of vocational training. It's like all the wood shops and auto shops were faded out. Yeah. So it was like, really very little practical, not very little practical courses. But it's called remedial for a reason. Like, even if you don't retain all of it, they do teach you the basics of government. The basics of economics. I actually learned the basics of English. I took the test based off the Schoolhouse Rock video (laughs) and got an A. (laughs) It was like, I mean, because public high schools, large public high schools have to like really dumb down the content because, you know, they're trying to promote, they're trying to pass everybody. So people are popping out these retards. (laughs) Matt, I got to move on to uh, Louise Siskel. You know who Louis Siskel is? Mm, no. She's your rose queen. Your uh, oh, oh. Yeah, she's your rose queen for 2000. I don't think oh, 2019, I guess. So uh, this girl won. I, I, don't, I can't name a single rose queen, so I'm not, I don't know how prominent and prestigious the actual honor is. I didn't know what it was until you sent me the... Well, it's a high, so it's a high school article. senior, uh, a, girl, a girl, I guess, or a, tr- a transgender, <laughs> transgender girl, uh, joins to be the Rose Parade Queen, and then she has her servants or whatever the fuck they call them, and you try out, go these, like, it's basically like a representative of the Rose Parade. Wait, wait, I thought it was just a pageant. They have people follow them around? Well, no, it's it's for the parade itself. It's like the Rose Queen sits in the, throws out roses and wears the crown, and she has like eight girls who are runners up who like are the rose maidens or whatever the fuck. This goes back 120 so years. She's like the real uh, queen bee of the whole thing. Basically. Yeah, she's like the, the like uh, Miss America for a day. She's like the alpha female. Yes. So I don't know who I hate more in the story, the L.A. Times or this girl, Louise Siskel. But she <laughs> she became uh, she went to a local high school near Pasadena from uh, San Marino, which is a very upscale, let's say, Caucasian slash Asian area of town. Um, I don't even know their political persuasion. It's probably actually being Jewish, probably Democrat, progressive. But this is not a poor part of town. This is not like a, a overcoming all obstacles kind of story. She became the Rose Parade Queen and, and it immediately had to write an op-ed for the L.A. Times. I assume they solicited this from her uh, to explain that she wasn't just some rich girl who won the became the Rose, you know, rich hot chick, you know, who became the Rose uh, Parade Queen. She's actually a Jewish bisexual girl who wears glasses. <laughs> girl who wears glasses. Yeah, she wears <laughs> glasses. Off her, and, you know, and I'll give her credit to some extent. She's not very attractive. She's not like a traditional beauty pageant queen. 
thought she's a pretty hot Jewish looking. Really? Chick. She was okay looking, but she didn't win. It wasn't like they, they, they picked the Christy Brinkley from uh, Vacation to win. They oh. didn't pick the tall blonde. As she reiterated over and over <laughs> yes. in, in her diatribe. <laughs> yes. However, I, d- I don't know if they ever have, by the way. Uh, I assume in the old days it was all waspy hot chicks. Yeah, we should. Because Pasadena. We should go back to those days. <laughs> yes. You know, Pasadena was always the Republican hotbed of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I parked outside someone's house in Pasadena. Uh, <laughs> my friend lived on the street. Yes. Someone came over and said, hey, uh, we've had a lot of robberies around here. Would you move your car? And I said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get the fuck away from my car right now. <laughs> it's where it's where East Coast Republicans, when they moved to California, settled in Pasadena because it was a... Uh, uh, right, more right-wing friendly, uh, in, uh, all white environment. All white it's environment. pretty gross. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but she so, so she won. So they named her the. They, I guess it's part of the deal of being named this idiotic 120-year-old tradition of a of a beauty of a rose queen, which is obviously an antiquated, stupid <laughs> beauty pageant idea. So instead of getting rid, like this is the same thing with the Miss America pageant, where they had and the Miss Universe had the first transgender one. And then Miss Miss America, they got rid of the the, the, the bikini and the swimsuit competition because that was outdated. These all, all these things are completely outdated. But now to justify how hip they are with the times, how modern they are, they want to show the intersectionality. You know, the the uh, the, the minority uh, over victim, not victim, but overcoming obstacles. Yeah, as a person, a bunch, like it's almost like an '80s teen comedy, and yes. that it's like, well, I wear glasses. Like, okay, well, you could have just. You could have bought the glasses like and yes. what does bisexual mean, by the way? Like, I don't know. is anyone asking for proof? How come I can't say I'm bisexual? Do you know I never blew a guy? Yeah. By the way. No, you don't. I don't think people take women very. First of all, she's a high school. Senior very seriously. When they're <laughs> bisexuals, like being a bisexual teenage girl sounds like the most like uh, hip, constantly changing kind of thing you can be. It sounds like you're searching for, uh, you know, uh, demographic points yeah like like miley cyrus was bisexual for a year it was like a hip it was a hip thing like from five years ago that all the well if i want to see some fucking i want to see tongue on clitoris <laughs> like if you're claiming well, she's bisexual, only 17 we'll anyone to, can say wait, that you have to wait a year well then how are you even wait can you are you he- I, I have a feeling i, that, I have a feeling that if you go we talked about this with the transgender stu- students at the school like the amazingly high percentage of kids who are calling themselves gender fluid these days in high school I have a feeling this is a hip thing to say to list yourself as bisexual, right? For sure. That's like in in 2018 to say you're bisexual, especially when you're a white kid. Especially who has, when it's beneficial. When it's beneficial, but also when you're a rich white kid, to be able to, to say you have some sort of one of these check boxes that isn't just like, because everyone hates white people these days and rich white people. It's just, especially if you're a Democrat, to be a rich white person is not the ideal situation to be for your, your story, to tell your origin story. Right. So because you're faced with the fact that everyone's like pri- white privilege is a big is a bad thing. So she comes up, has to list things. So she comes up with the fact that she's Jewish. She's bisexual. That's what she says, which is why she kissed a girl like a cheerleader or something. And that she wears glasses. She has glasses. The ultimate stigma, the ultimate obstacle to overcome in life is that you don't have 20-20 vision. <laughs> she's vision oppressed. She's vision oppressed. And by the way, there's no, like you said, like an 80s movie, there's no indication she needs the glasses. So it's quite possible she has better vision than you and I, but she's wearing glasses because all no, the girls... No, and there's no longer... Well, actually, Pasadena's fucking weird, so there could be, but I, I would like to think there's not a, a huge stigma against Jews at this point anymore. No. Uh, so, really, she has nothing. No. She's just a fucking... Uh, you know, but they, uh, I was about to call her a cunt, but, you know, I guess if she's that young, but, you know, she wanted to win the thing, 
and yes. and this is her resume to help bolster the cause. Yes, and it worked. And, and then the, LA, the here's the thing about the LA Times. The LA Times fed this by then allowing her to put this like diversity essay together, like without even like why doesn't the LA Times say like, well, in actual like why don't they do a story about how she's pretending to be a minority when she's not a minority, as opposed to like talking like giving her an open op ed to talk about like the obstacles she overcame as like this minority. Dude, I feel like I've wrote some somewhat profound. I, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but certainly on a higher level than her essay. Yes. So, like why? So the LA times is publishing a 16 year old twits essay. And like, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like I, I can't catch a break. Like if they're going to be, if the LA times is going to be so like, virtuous you know modern virtuous progressive as to say like we should advance women of color it should be women of color winning these awards or we need to have more minority opportunities okay at least be consistent and have an article that like sort of shames them for picking their the rich bisexual jewish girl (laughs) you know as opposed to like why don't we have the first you know uh, hispanic rose queen or why don't we have the first whatever i would still hate that article but at least to be consistent why no, would they, they allow her to do like to do? They seem so desperate for, and and this is what pisses me off is that I I really fucking I hate these Trump people, and but sometimes they have solid points, <laughs> yes. and and it's like, dude, you guys need to stop doing stuff like this because that's that's what's leading to a lot of the reactionary stuff. Yeah, this is absurd by being so idiotic. It's preposterous by not having a middle gr- by not having a middle ground, and saying that any. By not saying by by saying that any selection of like having a white Oscars host is not possible anymore in this day and age, right? You then create the opposite effect, which is like what? Like yeah, let's kill Mexicans. Like you're yes. basically racist, so now I'm gonna be racist. Yeah, so let's kill some Mexicans. Like, it, like if if the other side is exposing is idiotic racism, then it just opens up idiotic racism from the other side. Basically, you're gonna have you're gonna tell me that a fuck how old is she 16 17 i believe a 17 year old person yes. is going to tell me something that that i hadn't fucking thought of yeah. or is going to shed some new light on something that that i haven't fucking intellectually conceived a 17 year old a person that's still in high school a beauty queen a beauty queen yeah I, and and that her interests are pageantry <laughs> yeah, and cosmetics fuck you yes fuck you new uh, that's is what fucking so la that's Times. basically what louis ck is making fun of with parkland right the exact same thing which is you're elevating teenagers are not inherently interesting people. They have no life experience and they have nothing interesting to say on topics. Just because they're part of a story, you shouldn't elevate them to intellectual, have strong intellectual opinions on things. No, of, of course not. And, and if you're going to, if that's what you insist on doing, I, I would like to hear from, uh, you know, the, the girl that uh, escaped Boko Haram yes. and, and now is trying to adjust to life in America and learning English. That I think that I could actually maybe learn something from you're you're a yeah. you're a fucking dumb chick <laughs> who wears glasses yes. and is and fake brags glasses. about being bisexual <laughs> yes. with your hymen. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, that ends that topic. <laughs> Matt, we have an email from Maria about the women's march. Have you attended a women's march before? Because guys, don't forget, men are allowed to lean in. To the women's I march. I attended the slut walk. Yeah, it's the same idea. <laughs> the women's march. I think the first one started after it was on the Trump inauguration, right? 
that the big one in D.C. where like 800,000 people showed up to D.C. Yeah. It was called the Women's March, and now the organization itself is called Women's March. And I think they still protest Trump, but it seems to be a largely abortion and just oppression of women and misogyny. And then some women dragged their husbands or boyfriends along to make them look like cuckolds, like holding signs up about women's rights. And <laughs> the kids, I hate when they bring the kids and the kids like six years old and carrying a really adult sign. Like, you know, equal gender pay, gender discrimination equals gender racism or some shit like that. He's like six years old walking around the side. <laughs> just like, and they, they always have the story. He thought of this himself. He really thought of this himself. <laughs> I know, I know a woman in Hollywood has a son's 10 and had shit like that. And for like Halloween went as like uh, uh, someone from the Kavanaugh case, from the Ka- Judge Kavanaugh case. And uh, as <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, she's like, I'm so proud of him. He thought us all by himself. Like, well, no, he didn't. Like, no, he didn't. Like, I have had a ten year old before. They would never have thought of that ever because <laughs> yeah, I didn't sense. speak about it in the house every single day and rant about it and and, and make them watch C-SPAN. Uh, you know, uh, hearings about this and go to coffee clutches discussing how to get rid of Judge Kavanaugh when they were ten. I feel bad for that kid. I, I went oh, as okay. like a like a like a serial killer for Halloween. Now you're ten. How lame is? Well, no, I thought of it. No, when you're ten, you go as a cowboy or you go as a fucking spaceman. You, well, you, you go as something. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. Saying you don't go like, as Cory Booker. You don't go as Cory Booker. How like, would that even occur? To I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, so uh, Marie wants to know the Women's March was canceled in one city. It's Humboldt County uh, for worry that the crowd would be too white. Has the snake eaten its tail up to the vagina level at this point? Well, like, what percentage white is Humboldt County? Uh, I looked it up. It's about 80% white and 15% Hispanic and some other. No black people. Probably basically. 60%. Not even kidding. Uh, meth, methamphetamine. Oh, yes, for sure. Or dr- and or marijuana grower. <laughs> illegal marijuana grower. degenerate growers. alcoholic. <laughs> yes. That describes. It's a real shithole. Humboldt County? Oh, yeah. I mean, you grow weed. People who like to live out in the woods like to live out in the woods for a reason. And it's not because they're highly sociable, uh, well-kept people necessarily. Not everybody, but. Basically, what happened is the hippies in the 60s in San Francisco moved out to the areas of Northern California because when San Francisco started, like, it was no longer fun to hang out and, and do whatever the fuck you wanted. They moved out there because it was you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. And then the bikers moved in, and then the other people moved in, the hardcore people moved in, and they sort of have this very hands-off approach. The police have a hands-off approach to everything. The police are trying to not get shot. Yeah, which so- it sounds really good, like a live-and-let-live society sounds really good. Until like not when you pull over to pump gas. Yes, <laughs> dude, that is straight up face tattoo, ponytail, yes. uh, lip piercing. Uh, you know, my baby mama, everyone, a baby mama. Yeah. fucking. It's a real degenerate, uh, you know, shitty part. It's of a shitty country. part. It's a, one of the problems with like live and let live is that there's going to be 15 percent of the people that are just fucking insane or violent or sexual predators or whatever else it is. And they get to live and let live too. And yeah, well, so you get up with a meth, you meth, end up with a giant meth lab. Yeah. Cause when they came up with that, you know, Woodstock was, you know, that was cool, but they didn't have meth back then. So it was like smoking pot, like whatever. Smoking that's pot and having sex in the mud. <laughs> like that was okay. That smoking was cool. meth. Now you're molesting a kid in a trailer. <laughs> yes. Like it's it <laughs> the drugs have changed. Yeah, they have. That's what happened to that. Uh, There's that city in Copenhagen, Denmark, uh, called Christiana, where they formed their own city, like in the 70s. And it was like all the people who wanted to smoke and, and drink and have sex and do whatever. And they wanted no law. So there's this giant park in the middle of Copenhagen. 
and they just declared, it's like, imagine Central Park, and they just declared that it would have no laws. That, like, people could live there if they wanted to, and if they didn't want to, they didn't have to, but if they didn't want to be subject to no laws, they could live in this giant park. And, like, thousands of people moved into the park to live there permanently. It had its own economy and its own whatever. To have toilets? Uh, yeah, it had stuff like that, but, of course, it's like Woodstock if it goes on for years and years. <laughs> so, eventually, it just gets dirty. There's drugs, needles, AIDS, everything else, because for all the people who want to just weave hemp, have products and sell them and, and be unmolested by the cops and unmolested by laws and everything else. There's going to be the people who are just fucking junkies who are just robbing the shit out of people and there's no cops around to stop anything because you're, you're, there's just no such thing as a utopia when you have like, you know, 40 year old sexual predators high on meth. Well, when you're roaming, roaming surrounded around. by another city, by the way, too, like if someone can permeate your country without a passport. Yeah. Like, but even like, if you go to like the fucking nowhere, Utah, somewhere these cults are, these fucking rural places are, it still feels like it's older men just basically raping young girls. Well, that's sort of what inevitably happens. That's why they move there. But, uh, but I mean, that inev- in, a, in a sort of like a lawless society, that seems to happen a lot. Yeah, but I feel like there's good stories. Really? <laughs> really? Like, there's like. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to live there, but like. I feel like I, it ends I, up being I think dirty. There are, well, it's usually a guy starts fucking everything. Yeah. Because there's always going to be that guy. Yes. There's but, like, just reading the, just reading like the Yosemite Park story since they shut, they, the rangers stopped cleaning the toilets and everyone just shit on the side of the roads and stuff like that. People get gross pretty quickly when there's no rules. Oh, like, people are fucking disgusting yes. by nature. They get, people, like the human beings will turn into animals pretty quickly without laws. I always wonder about how up until about five years ago, and you don't have to, well, not to make it per. I, I don't mind uh, going down on a chick, right? It's no, no big deal to me. But um, even like eight years ago, if there wasn't like the waxing yeah, and the... Uh, uh, manicuring of the you know pubic yes um what i'm what i'm asking is like were the native americans sucking on pussy all the time or did they just block it out i don't know i don't know what they did i know they shit wherever they wanted to in yosemite <laughs> <laughs> well that's their right yeah i think so too i like i like the fact that they're acting like without without uh maintained toilets people human beings can't exist Right, wild, like, well, oh, we may as well just fucking murder each other yeah. with our fingernails. <laughs> uh, there's no flushing toilet. I mean, but people do get gr- it was like so. They they mentioned how different it was in Joshua Tree, where Joshua Tree, like all the people who live in the area, are like helping clean the p- park up because visitors come in and don't give a shit. That's the way it works, and the locals are like don't want it dirty, so they're like even without the rangers there, they're just cleaning all the garbages and toilets and stuff. That seems like the better part of humanity. Then you have like the parks where people just visit from out of state. And just dump shit, just like fucking shit everywhere, dump garbage. And I all. have a real problem with people shitting. <laughs> yes, well, they have to shit. Well, I mean, I mean, you've been camping before. There's ways to shit in the woods that are more seemly than just fucking shit on the side of the road. There is a way to actually, like, you know, do things the proper, like <laughs> the Cub Scout, the Boy Scout way. Yeah. You just fucking b- b- dig your little fucking hole, use your leaves, bury, yeah, yeah, cover yeah. it up. You don't have to just shit on the fucking side of the road. No, it's what are you, a fucking animal? I don't know that. Even it's like fucking buffalo don't shit on the road. People are like the toilet's closed. I'll just fucking shit in the cement. I'll just sit here in the cement. It's just people. It's what, my point is, human beings are disgusting. So, Women's March canceled the Humboldt because the uh, leader of that particular, I guess they have local leaders in different cities and counties now. They're all, whenever it was in January, supposed to have their own little Women's March. And Humboldt County canceled because they realized it's going to be all white women marching. 
and how bad how bad that would look because one of the problems with the women's march and all these women's causes is they all seem to be very white but it's called women it doesn't specify what what color they are no it? but it's all it, this this happened started happening after 2016 when i think all the women hated trump and they all got together and then they all decided we're on the same team and then all the minority women started to sign Oh, wait a minute, these white women are fucking totally different things than we are. Like, what they're yelling about, abortion and fucking gender pay at the fucking Hollywood studios and other things like that are not really our oppression. What we're suffering for oppression are, like, most meaningful to us. And the women of color started, like, backing out of this, like, fucking rich white suburban, you know, protest group and saying, you don't really, you know, we're not all that psyched about abortion. We're not all that psyched about fucking what marketing executives are being paid <laughs> men versus women. We want to talk about fucking like, you know, not getting killed by cops, not being evicted from our homes, not having bulldozers, sh- you know, or having public schools that fucking half function, all shit like that, that generally minority or, or underclass people are concerned about. And so they all sort of dissolved. And then the women's march became really obsessed with the fact that they were all looking like white suburban women. And so now they actually just canceled the fucking march for fear of the optics of looking like just a ranting white chick march. I have a sort of conspiracy theory for you. Yes. There was little interest. Of course. And uh, they just canceled it and came up with it. Much like Tiffany Haddish. Just a ridiculous. Yeah. Like, well. Can you imagine people even, sorry, like gathering in Humboldt? Like They live far in cabins and they're, they're doing meth and concealing various crimes. D- do you picture them all convening in in the city square? It probably wasn't strong. Although they did they did cancel Chicago and, and, and New Orleans women's marches. So I think the oh. whole thing is fading. I think it's fading. And they're, and they're making ex- excuses now. There was a whole the leaders with their anti-Semitic comments and stuff like that. But I think what it shows you is first off having a women's mar- having a, a a group that's a, that supposedly represents I don't know 160 million people in this country is an idiotic thing in the first place. You can't be a minority group when you're the majority demographic and or that large. You can't possibly have a march that represents the, 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 the ideals of 160 million people. So right. it's, hard, it's hard enough with this, like, you know, even the black man's march. Like, at least that's like a few million people and they sort of have semi, you know, s- solidified interests against the government and things like that. So maybe they can't necessarily... Um articulate or narrow down what their interests are it seems to be abort abortion seems to be the big one hey anti-trump pro-abortion pro-choice abortion seems to be what almost all the signs are about i get anti-trump but that's not what does that have to do with women I, it has something to do with they women, hate him because why isn't that just a march against trump then uh well it was it was it, the first one came about after his inauguration but it was the idea that he was going to take away women's rights and when you talk about women's rights, they generally seem to be talking about abortion. Well, fuck women's rights. That's like one of the least dangerous things that's happening. Yes, I know. So I think that's what the women are going to kill the environment. I think that's what women of color identify, which is like, OK, I don't care that much about abortion, although more minorities get abortions. But I think it's like it's not something they're really that interested in as like a existential cause, the right of women to have abortions. Well, because you can if you're determined you can get an abortion anywhere in this country within a, at the at the very worst case scenario. Yeah. Also, usually you can get it uh, across town. Also, there's a very strong sentiment among I've learned among uh, minority black women, especially that the Planned Parenthood and stuff were designed to kill black babies. <laughs> we're designed to like stop 
because that's what Margaret Sanger. Well, you <laughs> know what's <laughs> interesting is a lot of that uh, in regards to like the um, uh, Russian interference. A lot of those those old conspiracies, yeah, they were drummed up by uh, Russia. This is I could I'll send a link if it yeah. Like, but I'm not just talking shit, but th- these are actually things that were planted into the black community by Russian I believe it. trolls. I like believe it. the thing about uh, the U.S. government created AIDS. Yeah, you still hear a lot about that, like to kill black people. These conspiracy theories. Yeah, I yeah, believe that. These were all Russian think tank ideas. Although uh, the founder of Planned Parenthood was a eugenics person who did think she wasn't necess- specifically anti-black. She was anti-poor urban person. <laughs> so her her idea was that like poor urban women are being, and this is there's some logic behind this, are being bound to poverty by having all these children, and therefore they should have the, the rights. We should help them terminate the pregnancies so that they can lift themselves out of poverty. We'll but it was inordinately black. <laughs> it was inordinately black women. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Like if you want to talk about like deplatforming conspiracy theorists, like yeah, Alex Jones probably ninety nine percent of what he says is fucking total bullshit. Right. But you do need people that that have ideas that aren't mainstream because otherwise you're just going to have these mainstream ideas that are dictated by the two parties. So, so I, I'm not saying that the the uh you know the u.s government uh <laughs> created aids however there there is like a middle ground like the the government didn't create crack to depress the black communities right they, they were aware that it was being sold there and they participated in it and they didn't do anything about it yes i don't believe in government conspiracies only because it requires those people to be intelligent and i don't think they're actually smart enough to to invent because invent like the evil plan that's the whole thing about the evil sinister guys like in movies those people don't really exist in real life because they're just not smart. They're just not smart. People don't grab. I mean, there's like Zuckerberg and stuff like well, that. What about like when they have like they make a lot of money and do things like duplicitous, but they actually like plot for government officials to plot things. They're not very good. It's just not. Very well, there good was at plotting, the uh, the invasion of Iraq and yeah, uh, and those were actually on TV. Evil guys plotting stuff. I think they fairly uh, transparently, but yes, it was very transparent. That was the thing. It was like, well, it was transparent to someone that was paying attention, but they were nefariously lying and they succeeded. Yeah. So uh, like, there I don't know. I always follow, I always followed, uh, uh, um, uh, Ron Paul. He was a lone, uh, libertarian. (laughs) He was a Republican, I think, but he was libertarian until he ran as a Republican. He was a one vote against Iraq in 2000, the invasion. Good and he, for him. Way and he was like fucking Democrats. And he was like, well, no, no, some Democrats voted against him. He was a lone Republican, but it was like basically 90 percent of Congress voted for it. Yeah. But he actually made the. He said, like, you know, they're lying. Right. And this doesn't exist. And like, we're going there for no reason. And this is obvious to everybody who can read this document or that document. And he just went on the floor of Congress and did this. And then we just completely and ignored seeing, him. Seeing Colin Powell forfeit his manhood and dignity. Yes. Looking at a, a grainy shot of an outhouse. Yes. And him pointing, pretending to be a man and, and while being forced to do this and saying, well, this is where the weapon stash is. And and it was uh, sad on many levels. Yes. But you're saying there aren't conspiracies. Well, this, my, this is a conspiracy. It is a con- that's, that's Dick Cheney. In the open. I'll say so this: if Dick they, Cheney. If they can succeed in the open. How are there not conspiracies? Dick Cheney was one of the smarter conspirators. <laughs> he was one of the better ones. But what I'm saying is, it was so patently obvious that it was like it was trumped up and or highly questionable material that it wasn't like if they had been really good conspirators, they would have planted actually like radioactive material 
in Iraq and had like a big, oh, look at what we found. Like, I think they tried to do that. Really? I think a few generals. I mean, were. it was sort of like it was sort of like the, the Trump dossier, which is like based sort of in the reality of Trump being just a crazy ass fucker. And, and, but it's like it's became so they added so much ludicrous shit to it. that It wasn't smartly done. Like if you, you could have just listed actually things he did that were bad that were real. But instead, you're talking about peeing on hookers and stuff like that. It's just like they had to add like peeing on hookers and other shit like we that. We don't know that that's not true, though. No, but if you just said he used to fuck Playboy models, like, fuck like the, the why not just why not just say he used to fuck porn stars and paid them to shut up? Like, well, because he did that too. But if you're gonna be like, well, you know, Michael Steele, uh, you know, he's like a, a spy. It's like, yeah, he spies on people. <laughs> then he like reports what happened. I, d- I don't understand this whole when thing. I, say, I, I I don't know. I guess I've no I've known some of these people when I was in D.C. and they're just they're all very they all think they're really smart but they're just not very smart people they're like i think the smart the real <laughs> smart people are like the zuckerbergs of the world who are like duplicit or peter teals who are duplicitous and making billions like those are like the smart the guys who are really good at conspiracies at like building up these webs of of uh, disinformation i just think these guys in dc are just idiots they're just idiots they're not really they're not i mean look at like michael flynn they're just not very intelligent <laughs> For all their four stars or all their d- different positions they have, they're just not very smart people. At the end of the day, well, like the pe- the whole thing about the pe- the like pedos and the pizza parlors, <laughs> like they just they don't they don't craft really good yeah, stories. They don't I craft mean, really good stories. But that's not a real conspiracy, though. I mean, but like if you were it, like, it, it, you're saying that that these conspiracies have gone down in front of our eyes then like how, how would people what I'm saying is a government out a conspiracy government can, first of all everyone in, in washington talks they all leak like right. fucking sieves so it's almost impossible to have a conspiracy beyond a couple people because people start jabbering and talking I mean, you got the fbi you got deep dark a, a cia fbi people just talking regularly to reporters about everything sometimes it's fake sometimes it's real and then you have dumb guys with these fucking like it's <laughs> <laughs> like even iran contra was such an idiotic ploy <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the fact that it happened and everyone knew. I mean, here's the point. Everyone knows these things are going on. They choose to ignore them for political reasons. Right. But they're not well crafted. Conspir- I like I think what like Google is doing, what Zuckerberg is doing with Facebook, what, for, for what he got away with for like 10 years in terms of selling private, private, you know, people's personal information was so much better planned than in terms of like anything like the government could pull off. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I ran contra. It took like what five or ten years to uncover and it's like it's like wait so this is what you were d- you were selling guns yes to finance yeah like in a loop like it was it was so fucking thought of that's this? the thing it's so it's oliver north i doubt it it's so it's so like it's so tv show like homeland ask where it's so complicated <laughs> and then we have to do this and these guys know about it, so we have to get them this and it's like there's 85 parties you know what uncovered part of that is is uh well, i guess we're derailing here but the government uh, it's in that. Uh, did you see that new Tom Cruise movie where he played uh, the pilot whose name is escaping me? Um, uh, it was all part of the yes, movie. yes, the drug running in the eighties. Yeah, Barry, so gov- Barry, whatever his name Barry was. Great story. Yeah. So the government. Uh, sorry, not to sound all right. So to be specific, um, agents who worked on behalf of the government, they would drop packages off in the bayou in the swamp. Right. And they saw some kids that just happened to be there um, see the packages being dropped. And as a kid, as you would do, as you or I would do as a kid or even an adult, they went like, well, let's go look at these packages. And they're like, shit, we can't have the kids seeing these packages. Then they killed them. They killed the children. Yes. Well, these things happen. 
Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> no, I know. But it's, but that, I mean, the government's in all sorts. It's always stupid ass, stupid ass shit that gets like, I mean, if you watch, uh, Narcos is a good show about this stuff, the, the drug stuff. The government, the, the level of sophistication of these conspiracies is so poor that like they're idiot, they're just down to the point of idiocy where like any half decent reporter could find out what's going on in 20 minutes. Yeah, but then they'll just say the reporter's a liar. Yeah, oh, there's, there's poli- that's what I'm saying, the political cover. Like, I don't know anyone's ever gotten away with, they invented the JFK conspiracy, but I don't know if people have gotten away with conspiracies through the years. But why would you, if you're in that situation, like, look, I understand trying to turn a buck. Like, yes. I like, I like gambling. I like. Why would you kill the children? Yeah, at that point, <laughs> don't why know. don't you go? Hey, why don't we not kill these children? <laughs> I don't know. And we'll they just like kind of like you know, we'll go to the superior. Well, they got idea log. They, all these idea logs work for these institutions. And they're just not. They're just not. I mean, I don't. If you have you met these people, they're just they're no, fucking insane. I I've they're just they're them. insane, and they're they, I don't want to meet. They them. are the people in your if you remember from growing up that thought they were way more clever than they were. All right, that's who they that's who they are. So I always wonder, like the weird kid in school. Yeah, if you're, I feel like in a mar- free market society, capitalist society, if you're really smart and you're sinister, you're probably making a lot of money in hedge funds right. or doing some other shit or you're running, you know, some some chemical corporation. If you're like a assistant uh, deputy political chief in the, you know, CIA or some shit like that, you just weren't that smart. <laughs> you just you have some ideal, you know, some crazy shit about protecting your country or some other thing. You're a real ideologue and not that clever. So I've met those people. They just they're so underwhelming and they just jabber on about shit <laughs> like they're just they're just dumb i mean they're just dumb horrible. people i'm not yeah. even sure how you met all these people i don't know i mean look at the average congress look at the average congress person like they're just not very smart people so i mean they just don't the people work in government even at this highest levels i mean well including presidents they're just they're just not they're just not very smart do you get like mike pence is a genius oh, he's a genius like what? Like what? Like <laughs> these people are dumb. These people are dumb. Like they're just not that. If they, I really feel, if they were smart, I mean, here's the thing: people who want to help other people volunteer in their local community. People who are sinister and smart end up being Peter Thiel and running fucking Planeteer, stealing privacy data on every single person in the world. Right. They're like lobbyists as opposed to the yes, the yes. I was look. I, by the way, I looked at the stat. So the largest we were talking about millionaires in California, the largest percentage of millionaires by state is maryland it's because we're yeah. all lobbyists and consultants live yeah and all the right. people feed off those are the smart those are the smarter people the, the chevy chase people all right matt for our final story today i want to talk about a new law in california that's going to prevent california every year on january 1st you have to read the new stupid laws in california I, there's a there are always these little picayune dumbass rules. We talked about one early about not you can't sell rabbits or cats anymore. Are we are we doing? Because uh, I said to someone not knowing what I was talking about, I was like, daylight savings time is over. Because I thought that was like a law that actually finally applied to my life. I don't like daylight savings. They got rid. They uh, they canned it from the uh, the vote. They said it wasn't uh, it wasn't something the voters were allowed to vote on, so it was pulled at the last minute. Oh, I know, right? That's the one thing I wanted. Jesus I don't Christ. care if they're fucking puppy mills. I want the fucking I want I want daylight. I, I actually had my hopes up. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so they've had one among the laws they passed because it's very they call it the Me Too law. The Me Too law. So you know it's gonna be really good. Hashtag Me Too law is that uh, sexual harassers, sexual uh, gender discrimination cases, civil cases, uh, people generally guys who do this or companies can no longer force not force but can no longer 
request NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, confidential agreements, from the people they're paying off in settlements. So you can still have a settlement, but it, <laughs> yeah, well, it can't be a, a non-disclosure. Yeah, I mean, if you still want to settle with somebody, uh, even though you have nothing, you're getting nothing in return. <laughs> I mean, it was a tit for tat. Was I will pay you, and you will never talk of this, speak of this again. Can you have a non-disclosure in? another scenario or yeah for sure okay but I mean, this is just for gender just har- sexual harassment cases and gender so discrimination then you could probably just reclassify it as a business dealing or something well so what they're saying out of me too is like all these hollywood guys and weinstein everybody else directors producers brett ratners all these guys paid off uh women who complained about workplace hara- sexual harassment um and so we didn't know you know going back to rose mcgallow she claims it was sexual assault we didn't know about any of this stuff because all these women took money not to talk about it. So it went on for years and years because all these harassers, sexual harassers and uh, prominent men were able to get away with it by just paying for the women to shut up. But what that doesn't mention is that the women took the money voluntarily. It was a deal. Rose McGowan took the cash not to speak of her incident with, with Harvey Weinstein and to take photos, smiley photos with him thereafter. So it, was a, it wasn't like they were forced to do it. I mean, they might have felt like they had no other option but to take the money. But they all took the money that, instead of like going public and saying this guy harassed me and all sorts of stuff. So what they're kind of doing is just taking away an option for these women who don't want to go through the messy process of filing a public lawsuit against wh- whatever director or studio guy or head of a Silicon Valley company. Now they're going to have to sue to get the money they feel they were, they were wrongly, they deserve for having, you know, a guy whip his dick out in the office. Whereas before they could get their hundred grand, leave the company and, and not speak of it. So I understand that the principle behind this, which is like, we want everything out in the open so that these harassers can't continue doing what they're doing. But it seems to me you've really limited the option of the women who are harassed, who now have to go through a very messy legal process against someone who presumably has way more legal assets than they do. And then to be called bad names and have your history brought up and have character witnesses against you and all the other shit that women didn't want, which is why they took the why they took the money in the first place. Now they have to go through that process. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's very seems like a very complex <laughs> yes. scenario. Yes. Um, so if you look at Rose McGowan, maybe for example, we now know that she's a pathological liar and a psychopath. So. I don't know, but I would think maybe she found an opportunity to make two hundred thousand dollars. Well, I'm assuming she had sex with Harry Weinstein. Oh yeah, and I'm assuming he offered her a role in a movie or something like that, and maybe he did some gross shit with her. I don't know what it was, but or, or maybe she voluntarily had sex with Harvey Weinstein. Well, he did pay her. I mean, he did pay her, so he paid her a large sum of money. So yeah, but do you know what an insidious person? Does that means well? Weinstein's probably not the best they example. They know we were in the same room. That yeah. means I can then. I'm not. I'm not saying that there are like is, 30 cases against Weinstein, so he's probably not the best example. It's not the best example, but in, in terms of just a guy, so we're talking like I, I. I would like to differentiate sexual assault. Yes, which is a real. These are not. Cri- these are only civil. Issue. These are only civil matters. So it only affects obviously in a, in a criminal matter. Which, by the way, outside of the Weinstein accusations in crim- in court, I don't think a single one of these cases has gone to the criminal courts. In fact, they, this, the Steven Seagal case, the, pro, the DA just said they're not going to charge any crimes against Steven Seagal for... I think Spacey's going to court. Yeah, that's for an actual... Se- for In Massachusetts, for an actual ra- sexual assault. A sexual assault. Yes. Right. So, I would, But I mean, none of these harassment... None of the, like, whipping your dick out... 
I just think harassment is so like we kind of think of them as the same category. Yeah. Like sexual assault, sexual harassment. Oh, something sexual. I, yes. I just think they're so vastly different. It's because co- you know why? Because on college campuses, they've lumped them all together now. <laughs> they have literally lumped together harassment with assault as the same thing. Verbal assault and physical uh, physical assault are now lumped in most colleges as the same category. Well, that's a it's not productive. But they, it's because they're not charging criminally, they can get away with a lot of stuff like that. But the, I, I don't I I just feel like the women didn't have to take the money in the first place. Now the money's off the table, so now you can't like if you're let's say you're legitimately harassed. Let's say your boss says unless you unless you have sex with me, I'm not gonna give you the promotion, and you don't have sex with him, you don't get the promotion. I don't care about that. Yeah, uh, if <laughs> I know you don't. If you were assaulted, that yes. I, to me, like I find that deeply, deeply disturbing. And well, that's a crim- that's that's a, ma- that's yeah, a police and you, matter, and you should press charges. But yes, m- maybe you can't. Maybe you don't have the opportunity. There's you don't know how the person feels in that case, but it, it at least they were violated to a very strong degree, and you know legally, if they choose to pursue it or not, I mean, who knows? Probably a lot of them don't. Harassment, go fuck yourself. Just quit the job. Well, the point the, the the point of the Me Too hashtag law is seems to be it's obviously pushed by women by strong women and powerful women politically, and I think uh, they got it passed in Sacramento. I think the point of it was like we need to expose these these pigs right who are just paying women to shut up after they're harassed. But what they've completely neglected is that the women's side, which is like, well, wait a minute, I I would like the option myself to have like you know to take the money. And, you know, I was harassed or I was like the guy boss told me if I didn't fuck him, I, ha- I would lose my job or I'd be d- demoted and I got to get out of this company. I'd like to take the hundred grand to get set up somewhere else. But how does that translate? Like, I get what you're saying, but how does that translate? So, all right, you're making thirty one thousand dollars a year. Yes. Someone at Disney harasses you. You get ten million. <laughs> I'm sorry. How does yes. that? What's the? Well, they don't usually get. T- well, in the lawsuit, I don't know what they would get. They would get some like lost wages and something like that. But in the confidentiality agreements. First of all, by the way, I I can't think of a single NDA where people have lived by <laughs> lived up to the NDA standard. Not anymore. It seems to me that all Trump and Weinstein, all these people who paid for the NDAs, wasted their money. Which again, I can't tell talking. if that's a good or a bad thing. Because if I made someone, not that I've done anything. <laughs> I would just think, you know, live up to your word. But then, you know, obviously you can't like, uh, you know, fucking chop someone's dick off and then right. tell them to sign a form. Like, I feel like in rape, in the case of rape victims, the women will always say, like, you have to come forward and out your out your, you know, your your uh, the criminal who, who assaulted you as an obligation. But then when women don't come forward, they always say, you don't know what it's like to be raped. you got to give the woman credit for, like, doing what she felt was comfortable with and not wanting to confront her. You know her attacker, but in this case they're saying you cannot choose to be quiet <laughs> any longer. You cannot choose to take the take the money and and settle yourself in, in a financial manner with the the person who whipped his dick out in front of you. You yeah. must now find you must now expose you forced to expose him if you want any kind of restitution. Signed into law by uh, you know women who make uh, yes. you know s- easy comfortable six figures. Yes. And and would never have to deal with this scenario, right? I mean, just like when you see men signing abortion laws. Well, who's like, taking well, who the does who, this represent? Who's taking the confidentiality agreements? A, it's like you're in an industry where it's going to hurt you. B, you're a broke actress or you're broke somebody, and you need the cash, and you legitimately can't stay at the company you're at. And maybe in like it's not an easy thing to get a new job in the same industry, or maybe you get blackballed. So yes, it'd be nice if everybody was a fucking Joan of Arc martyr and could like 
out some horrible guy it all did this but that's not realistic and so they i feel like they're punishing the women by removing they're like sort of saying like to a rape victim you're now legally mandated to file criminal charges against your attacker otherwise you're hurting society well again i would ha- i would just really have to differentiate if there was like a physical problem yes. if, if someone was assaulted yes then i would say but you don't have to report a crime. I mean, you don't have to. You don't. If you're attacked, you don't have to report the crime. You're not legally obligated to. No, I'm saying, uh, yeah, but maybe you you should or shouldn't. But I think there should be a differentiation of allowing those people to to have this recourse in turn. Well, it, it is. Well, uh, Rose McGowan said it was sexual assault when she took her cash. But it is. This is only for harassment. It's not for assault. But harassment is anything. Or gender discrimination suits. I. I think that i don't i feel like this this is why i talk about government people are really stupid this is one of the things that felt good when they did it like they probably had a little rally and all the women gathered around the the female lawmaker pushed it through and they had the signing ceremony everyone felt really good about it like when trump does his giant signature (laughs) shit doesn't have any effect on anything but it's like what you've really done is just remove the choice for women so what you're saying is like you know blase ford had to come out at like you know you're basically telling her she didn't have the right to be quiet or you're telling a woman she can't take money. They're only looking at it from the angry, rich guy, evil guy's perspective, which let's let's nail him. Yeah, I feel like they're not looking at the women who might, for a valid reason, want to take the money and not discuss it ever again. Well, t- yeah, because I I don't know what percentage of these are people being justly compensated because you know I need to find a new job. I'm I'm looking at like the Rose McGowan thing where, a I think she's uh, probably a liar, <laughs> but like what so. So like, what is that worth? It, like, how how ca- wouldn't you two hundred fifty thousand dollars? I believe. So if you were assaulted, whatever that means, if you really were, isn't that kind of an asshole move to take money to yes. not talk about it? That again, but that's knowing assault. That these guys are doing this. That's her to helping other women who you actually probably know personally, if indeed it did happen. That's with someone who uh, who has a criminal recourse. That's someone who has been criminally assaulted. If you've been civilly assaulted. What they're saying is you can't have a settle, you can't have a hush money settlement. And by the way, for the record, if you're say killing people with asbestos or dangerous workplace, or you're doing some other sort of insidious big business stuff, and and people have to leave the company, you can still settle with them with confidential agreements. They so haven't. You can have a. They a, haven't covered that. This is just for sex harassment. Just this in is, regards to this one thing. Yeah, like if if your company's illegally producing asbestos tiles and you find out about it, and they and they want to pay you like a million dollars to go away quietly, never speak of it. That's still cool, but if if you if you've been told dick jokes in the office and you want to take a, a cash to go away, you're not allowed. Well, to then do why that. is this <laughs> one thing isolated? Doesn't that mean that it's been politicized? A is, completely is politicized. Is there any other way to look at it? It's dude. It's called the hashtag Me Too law. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> on. It's it's just it's so. Fu- this is the new. The, the thing is, like, it was like kind of silly when they were doing stu- silly, stupid stuff on social media and rants and counter oppression and even even ripping on Louis C.K. But now they're putting stuff in the law. By the way, this is the same the law that the, the companies must have a female board member also went into effect. So even though it's un- completely unconstitutional. So this is not, not it's no longer I find it no longer funny when they're making laws about this shit. Like if they, if they want to march with signs rant, demanding shit, that's fine for protest marches. When they're actually putting codify into law these idiotic like me too shit, then that's when I get really nervous. Yeah, it is troubling. I mean, is this just so uh, Diane Feinstein can like 
you know, put a banner on her website? Like, probably. Why I, is it? I think it's probably a bunch of dudes in Sacramento trying to appeal to female voters. Oh, I hate that shit. <laughs> All right, Matt, that's our show for today. You got something you wish to pimp and promote? Sell yourself as? No, not really. Really? You can do s- go off and do some school shooting? Uh, it would be great if Louis C.K. did a bit like a uh, uh, stand-up like outside at Parkland. <laughs> that would be that would be utterly amazing. I wish people... Th- that's all... Speaking of scary things, people digging up your old shit. And like... It, I mean, I, I didn't obviously didn't like Brett Kavanaugh, but when they went through his yearbook, his high school yearbooks to find shit, I started getting really nervous about like... Yeah. Really? Are you really like this is so Soviet Union kind of shit? Like, forty years ago in your high school yearbook, you wrote this. What does this mean? My I'm like, fr- my friend Sean in my high school yearbook <laughs> wrote, and I I didn't really notice, but then my mom found my yearbook and yeah. was reading it. Yeah, and he wrote, "I have three words for you this summer." Yeah, bitches, bud, and beer. <laughs> Yeah, you like, can't be. A, you kind of regret him. There goes your Supreme Court. Your Supreme. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the worst part about the yearbook thing is like now for kids growing up in digital age, I'm sure it's all digital somewhere. For people actually to go find the old books <laughs> and like look them up, that's like oh, that's the wow. worst. Yeah. That's actually like to actually find like your quotes, your yearbook quotes in old books is like someone had to do a lot of work. Someone had to do a lot of work to find that shit. I was yeah. I was well. See, I grew up with a lot of Indians, and they and they have that thing about uh, cameras, you know. Mm. steals your soul robs your soul yeah and usually they're just joking but i feel like i would have been safe from getting caught on camera at least there would have been one guy that's like no no uh wait i do actually want to promote something dude by the way you're fucked in a digital age if you're a kid now growing up digital age every bad thing you've ever written is is secured is easily accessible within five seconds you're totally fucked yeah well it might work out well or it seems to be repressive at the moment what are you selling man I'm not selling anything. There's this super weird psycho guy that I went to high school with, and he has this uh, Instagram account that's fucking hilarious. Uh, it's called Jaws or Size. Jaws or Size. Uh, he's a, he's like a cokehead. Here, I'm just gonna show you while we're talking. It's like this thing that uh, exercises your jaw, you know? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I just think it's fucking hilarious. All right, check that out on uh, Instagram. So Jaws, J A W Z R, whatever. I is he know. in your is he in your in your high school alumni like uh, thing? People who have made it in like the yeah like the alumni news or like people would like send the stories in about how they've made it. I don't know. I <laughs> I think I got him on Shark Tank because I was hooking up with one of the producers of a chick. That's uh, an excellently sad story. All right, this is Lex. Last minute. Talk to you next week. Drop them out, never see them titties Gonna take along look at those Tiggo bitties Every nose looking nice, nipples looking real pretty Come on, let me get her at your boobs Drop them out, let me see them knockers Gonna take along look at those big ham hockers Just squeezing together while I play with my cocker Come on, let me get her at your boobs Drop them out, let me see them flappies Make an old man happy Just lay them on my lappy Come on, let me use them on your boobs Drop them out, let me see them titties Gonna take a long look at those Tigo bitties